Eric, what's up, Holmes? Now, I know you didn't think I was going to be here tonight, but after what happened on Sunday, well, well, I couldn't resist. I had to come. Eddie, this is over. You stay away from my son. Oh, 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 don't worry, Ray. I'm not gonna get anywhere near your son. See, Ray, I made you a promise, Holmes. And Eddie Guerrero, he keeps his promises. Now, even though you beat me at the Great American Bash, I also promised you other things, like I never lose. No one beats me at the end, Ray. I always win at the end. I'm Eddie Guerrero. Nobody beats me porque yo soy la ley. I am the law. And I may have promised you and my wife to keep my mouth shut if you beat me at the Great American Bash, which you did. But guess what, Ray? I lie! And actually, well, I feel like telling a little bedtime story. Eddie's bedtime story. You know, the one I started long ago, the one with... Hey, don't go, like, hey, don't go to even, don't go there! Oh, yeah. Stop that! Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, lived a little boy named Dominic. Dominic, Dominic, Ray is not your father. No es tu papá, mijo. The truth of the matter is, I'm your father, Dominic. Ruthless aggression. Right here and bide my time. As long as it takes to get what's mine. And I won't be denied. All I got left is my pride. And I will rise up. Breaking out, breaking down, breaking rules, breaking ground. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 89 of the Hearty Era podcast, the only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and gave us a diva with a big growth on her face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Getting their scallop from South Park. As it is time to saunter towards the biggest party of the summer, that being SummerSlam 2005. As always, I'm Dave, and as always, joining me is Big Sexy. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. <laughs> since last time we recorded. I think it was, has it been my birthday as well since last time we recorded? Uh, no, no, it was the week after. Yeah, it was the week after. I was just trying to think, and I was like, well, I feel like it's been ages. Ages. So, happy birthday. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Did you have a good day? <laughs> um, so, last time we recorded, Great American Bash. Fucking what a shit <laughs> show that were. Don't listen to what Teddy Longtime got first, Smackdown. Surely we've got, I know, yeah. Everyone, hell of a show. Oh, no. yeah. Fucking it were hell. He were watching an old Great American Bash on Network from like eighty nine. From WWE. Like yeah. We've not had a good one in WWE yet. Um, so yeah, so surely going forward things should get better. SummerSlam's like the second slash third biggest show in the WWE's calendar year. I'd say, I'd say second show because what could be the second biggest is only just one match. Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, I still see Rumble as second biggest. SummerSlam will never be second biggest for me. But, but SummerSlam's usually a good show on the card. Yeah. Top to bottom. Yeah. Whereas Rumble is always focuses around the main match. Mm-hmm. That is very true. That is very true. Unless it's like, is it 06 when the its main event comes after Rumble? Yeah, but that's uh, because of what happens <laughs> after the main event. <laughs> Now, before we get into some Raw and SmackDown, did you notice this week that the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, they brought out their top 500 WWE star or wrestling stars, like they do every year, uh, round about this time? Obviously, top three being Voted the Shield. the internet marks. Yeah, 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 the top three being the Shield. So, Ro- I think it went Roman Seth Mox, I think is how yeah. it was. It marked, ugh, Ambrose. <laughs> yeah, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Dean Ambrose uh, was good. Obviously, this happens every year. And obviously this happened in 2005 during this time. So I went away this morning, I had a look, found out who was number one. In 2005, who was voted PWI Wrestler of the Year? Cena or Batista? You can only choose one. <laughs> uh, oh, this is how Vince must have felt in 105. I'm going to go... Batista. Correct. Because he's had a better run so Correct. far. Uh, the previous year's position was 20. Uh, John That's Cena comes second. His previous year's position was number seven. Um, Satoshi. <laughs> I don't know. Is Satoshi Kojima was third. Last year, he was 109th. So he's That's a some year. That's a good year for him. Uh, the game... He's in fourth position. Last year, third position. So bad year, bad year. I'm guessing that Japanese guy's uh, IWGP champion. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. And yeah, one of them. Now fifth place, right, goes to a man who on this list has beaten Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, Edge, Jarrett, Ultimo Guerrero. Chris Benoit, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Kenta Kobashi, Christopher Daniels, Kane, Booker T, Samoa Joe, Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, 26th, yeah, uh, Kenzo Sasaki, Monty Brown, Randy Orton, Christian, Big Show, I'm not going to go through them all, Mohamed Hassan, 33, number 5, voted for by the internet marks, John Bradshaw Mayfield. 
Fucking hell. <laughs> but yeah, so how many people does he pay? Uh, your top ten. It was uh, obviously Batista one, Cena two, Koj- Kojima three, Triple H, Bradshaw, Angle sixth, AJ Styles seventh, Edge eighth, Shelton Benjamin ninth, and Hiroshi Tenzan coming in ten, just outside the top ten. Jeff Jarrett at eleven. <laughs> it's not his world yet. Who was the worst? Out of that list? No, out of, in 2005, who, who do you reckon... Who was number 100? Who was number 500, mate? It's top 500, 500. wrestlers. Who I'm was, probably not going to know. Let's have, it takes me a while to scroll down. Oh, you will! Oh, you will! Okay. I don't know if you'd know him for t- in 2005, but you definitely know him in 2023. I'm here to show the world, I'm here to show the world. Nick Nemeth. Nick Nemeth is 500 on the list. And then we've got Bert Williams. See, you, you jump out if you tell me, say if you know any of these, yeah? Um, Bert Williams, CJ Summers, JV Insanity, I like that name, Lord Zoltan, Damien Dragon, Aaron Deville, or Devil, Eric Draven, Brother Clay, far distant cousin of Brother Ray, obviously, uh, <laughs> Toy Dotson, Brian Costello, Johnny's Youngin, Jimmy Cash, <laughs> Will Christiansen, Gotti, which is G O T I. Have you heard any yet? Nope. Uh, John Cabby, who must be a taxi driver. <laughs> Cabby. Uh, Gino Martino, I like that, it rhymes. Forsaken, I thought that was Forsaken for a second. Um, Phil Atlas, must be Tony's Youngin. Rick Gunner, Hellcat. I feel like I've heard of Hellcat. I know Hellcat, but I think yeah. that's a comic character. <laughs> uh, Bruiser Graham. Bruiser Brody's lad. Ultramantis Black. Viper. Powerhouse Hughes, uh, Hobbs's dad, Powerhouse Hughes. <laughs> Terry Allen. Brian Danzig. John Danzig's son? No sword? way. There's Nova Kane. <laughs> that's a great wrestling name. <laughs> Shorty Smalls. Sean Cook. And we're only on... This is... Uh, 470 on the list is Josh Cody. Kevin Grace. Dexter Poindexter is 468. Has he got a lobster? Possibly. Jack Thriller. Darkness Crabtree. This is like someone from the 80s. Freak Nasty. One of them. Sean Allen. Adam Booker. I wonder if he's in charge of his promotion. Can you dig that one? Yeah. Quinton Lee. Mr. Zero. Leslie Leatherman. Darren Smythe. Danger. Just Danger. Marcus Dillon, Gutter, G-U-W-T-R. That's where he belongs. Tommy Swade, Charles Mercury, Jolly Roger. Oi. Kevin Baker, I'm going all the way to 400. I'm fucking committed now. Andre Lyons, Frankie the Mobster, JT Lightning, Hamson Jimmy, Justin Idol. That, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Is that because Austin Idol? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Icarus, Icarius, don't know, Sean Christopher, Darren Childs, Johnny Graham, Russell Simpson, Billy Bart. He <laughs> <laughs> just wants to emulate his favourite tag team of all <laughs> time, Smoking Guns. Um, Mega, Snatch Haggis, I like that one. <laughs> um, DJPROC, Scott Zenzen, Larry Huntley, Ian's dad, <laughs> Eric Everlast, Rod Steele, Jay Buster, John Curse, Brian Socher, the Indiana Kid Jr., Mike Dell, Johnny Max, 
JP Black, must have been PJ Black, says that. <laughs> Sean Osborne, PT Hustler, are we good at familiar with any of these so far? Yeah. Uh, Louise Ortiz, Dean Ratford, K Murder, Invader Number One, Ooh. Tony Givens, Chase Del Monte, Roman. Reigns. No, just Roman. So if Invader Number One's there, where's Invader Number Two? Is he be- is it higher up or did he not make the 500? He's got to be better. Um, uh, K Pusher, Sexy Eddie with four X's, Hurricane Castillo Jr., Mozart, Fortnite, I think, Fontaine, uh, Don Basher, Greg Splits, Eddie Kingston, Carl. Can it? Will it? Gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah. So he's four. He's been in for a while. Four hundred tenth place is Eddie Kingston. Uh, well, that's ninety names you've read off that I have no fucking I've, clue. I've still got ten to go. Yeah, I said I'm going to four hundred. Jeff Starr, Supreme Lee Great, Glenn Spectra, J Rock, Ryan O'Reilly, Aiden Chambers, George South Jr., Sean Pat Patrick, Cody Steele, and at four hundredth place on the list is the Bouncer. Cody Steele sounds familiar. He's probably just been a jobber, though. Uh, J Rock, isn't um, that a guy, the white rapper guy from Trailer Park Boys? I don't know. Sure, that was his I name. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just having a look at the list now. And Balls Mahoney's 380. Uh, oh, Dropkick Murphy, but he was good with a dropkick. Lash LaRue, can you remember him? Oh, that yeah. With his moustache. Oh, he's been a Yeah. Uh, yes, that's the one. Three five nine years. Um, oh, EC Negro. <laughs> yeah. Can we uh, say that word? Bam Bam. I think so because it's on PWI list. Bam Bam Penders. He's three five two. Um, Axel Rotten. Three four six. Zach Gowan. Three hundred and forty second best wrestler in the world. But but he's the best on one leg. Here we go. Three hundred and thirty one place in the list. Claudio Castagnoli. Better known. Much better known as Cesaro. (laughs) The Boogeyman. 312th on the list. It's coming. Yeah, it's not debut. Oh, this list must have been a bit after he he, he came. (laughs) When the Boogeyman came. including OVW guys. Possibly. Because Mick never Sunday. Yeah, yeah, possibly. (laughs) Teddy Hart. He's 300th in the world. But yeah, that's uh, JBL being fifth. That got me. That really got me. JBL, fifth wrestler. Eddie and Ray and, and AJ Styles and Angle. Edge and <laughs> Michaels. <laughs> oh, I didn't even look at Michaels. Where was Michaels on the list? You, I mean, you got to take and. Yeah, yeah. Back back to the list. Back to the list. Sorry, guys. We will get on with Pro and SmackDown soon. Where was Shawn Michaels on the list? Hogan. Uh, Shawn, Shawn Michaels is 34th. Best wrestler in the world. Mohammed Hassan was voted one place Angle better than Michaels. Michaels have had the best. Match of the year. Ric Flair was 51st. Michaels and Angle have the best match of the year. Mm-hmm. They're not even in the top. I don't feel five. like Maven is 93rd, 93rd wrestler in the world. Top 100, baby, come on. Maven is worse than Matt Capitelli, who's not debuted yet because he's poorly. <laughs> Maven's still worse than him. And Maven won tough enough. <laughs> Tyson Tonko, 104th. I'm looking for Hogan. Hogan doesn't seem to be here. Hogan, Hogan like, was Hogan outlawed by uh, PWI? Hogan's not on the He'd list. He'd a match. Yeah, but even still, Raven's on the list. <laughs> when did he last wrestle? On Heat? 
Hogan's Before not there. Before our timeline. Hogan's. Uh, James Gibson, otherwise known as... Uh, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. He's 100th in the world. But yeah, Funaki, 108th. Um, yeah, Chris Masters, 116th. Sharkboy, 119th. Billy Gunn, 123rd. Visser, 129th. But no. D'Lo Brown, 143rd. He's still wrestling in 2005? Where? It comes back to WB soon, doesn't it? It comes back to WB soon. He might be on TNA for a bit. Or two. But anyway, enough of PWI's list. Um, I just want, yeah, it shocked me that. It's time for our list. JBL was number five. And now it's that year, top 500. Joke. Triple H, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H. Batista. Maven, Jamie Noble. The Batista Cedar, yeah. Angle, Dean Malenko, Eddie, Flair. Dean Malenko. He's backstage, he counts. <laughs> Tiny little man. I've been loving watching Dean Malenko. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get on then with some Monday Night Raw. It is the night after Great American Bash. It's July the 25th. We are in the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio, with just around 7,000 people in attendance. A very iconic arena for WWE. Very, very. Um, we see a Lumberjack match. We see highlights from last week's Lumberjack match. Uh, we've seen a Snitsky and all that. Jobber, uh, bad guys on Raw. All the crew by Jericho. And uh, speaking of bad guys, here comes your Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle, for another episode of Kurt Angle Invitational. Um, he says, I don't want to waste time. Come on, let's go on with it. Christy Emmy comes out. Angle's getting a bit giddy. He's like, like Ooh, I get to beat up a woman. Yeah, and he's like, shall we start in the referee's position? Uh, but no, she's out here to introduce Cleveland's own even the <laughs> news to me Louisville's quite a long way from Cleveland making his return we've not seen him since January since he got that horrible injury fucking uh, he's back <laughs> uh, and as soon as he came out I was like oh yeah I remember this Eugene wins the medals doesn't he and he does because Angle smashes him but Eugene he has him in the ankle lock Eugene gets away flicks Angle out of the ring and he like slips and then on the banana like six, peel five yeah. four three two one, time expires. Eugene survives. He survived the three minutes of playtime. <laughs> I love it. How, <laughs> something that Angle works so hard for. Like, Granted, he's been WWE champion. He's done all this. He's had a stellar career. I bet the most thing he's most proud of in his entire life is his Olympic gold medal. Yeah. But yeah, I'll have it in a match where you don't even have to beat me. Just survive a couple of minutes. Like, I'm that good. Going, but no, Eugene is now the reigning 96 Olympic gold medalist for freestyle wrestling. The angle slam and angle taking his time now. And now the ankle lock. No, it's going to be over. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is he counted in 10? 10. Somebody stop the clock. Seven. Stop the clock. No, 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 no. Five, four, the three, two, one. Eugene wins. Eugene wins. Eugene wins. Is that how yeah. they're going to introduce him? Coming forward. But it's like, you're not even from Cleveland. It's like, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, Angles just wanted to call him a retard. He's <laughs> like, he, you're not funny, you fucking retard. That's what Angle wanted to say. It was funny when he was talking to him, and he's like, you're making me mentally challenged and all, Eugene. <laughs> but yeah, Eugene, uh, crack and start to roll, I, I suppose. Welcome back, Eugene. Welcome back, Eugene. Nice to see one of the, the most technical... Now I want to see first angle. I want to see him come out now next week in full angle singlet with the fucking um, wig, bald cap. The bald cap with the wig and everything, with the medals round him, a full-on American celebration. Come out to Patriots music and everything. Yeah, gets does the pose with fireworks. We go backstage. We've got Viscera and Mini Viscera. Who's that little black guy next to that big black guy? I don't know, but this is probably my favourite. Bit of I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Know. Why? Why? We're just, just funny. Yeah, but we've. Ju- I know they are, but we've just had retard. So literally, we're starting raw off, build to SummerSlam, second slash third biggest pay per view at year. We're having a spacker and then a eight tiny lad. Like if one at big lads would have fell on tiny lads and squished him, and it would have got a little rise out of me. Not gonna lie. Like if this had turned on minibus and sat on them, just he swallowed him up his asshole. <laughs> Right. Or if Hartfobs uh, did a dual drop kick to this and he's yeah splat yeah exactly just well, it, no it's just I don't understand I don't because midgets are funny I suppose. Oh, the Hartfobs, ladies and gentlemen. Wait a minute, the partner pocket rocket, pocket rocket. The world's largest love machine, Viscera. I didn't get it. I just, I don't, I don't, why? Why? Do you know what I mean? Viscera needs a partner. So we won't have him going up against the Heartthrobs. We'll have him going up against Antonio and Pocket Rocket. <laughs> but before, Mini angle. Before that, we're backstage with Bischoff and Cena comes in. Um, Cena's not happy. Well, Bischoff's not happy with Cena, is he? Because Cena's far too urban. <laughs> right, yeah. for Bischoff. That's what it comes down to. I think Bischoff's a little bit racist. And he's like, Cena, you're a white guy. You should be a white guy. But Cena's a bit urban. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. There's a little bit of racism there, but yeah, as as we just spoke about, it is Viscera and, what did they introduce him as? Clocus or something like that? Clocus, yeah. Yeah, going up against Antonio and Pocket Rocket. Because, I don't, I don't yeah. Because midgets make funny TV. Yeah, uh, well. But, you know, going back to the scene of being in Bischoff's office, Cena did the thing. And it turned around and he couldn't see Cena. <laughs> they did the thing. He did do that. Um, Visser and his little mate win because yet again, we've got someone who definitely should be a bad guy. He brought that poor woman's art to go away with a load of hoes. Yeah. Right? But no, he's a face. <laughs> what made me notice on this match? The heart fans aren't that tall. No, no, they weren't much guys. taller than the midgets. No, no, the little guys. I was just a taller midget. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're not. They're, they, the heart problems are soon going to disappear. Don't worry, Mike. They won't offend you for that much longer. <laughs> Thank fuck for that. Um, we see the ambulance arriving because tonight 
Edge and Kane in a stretcher match because obviously that's what we need. We still need this feud to continue for some <laughs> reason. Uh, and then we get a tribute to Lord Alfred Hayes who unfortunately passed away this week. Um, probably like the first British voice I ever heard yeah, on WBF. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, always remember him on the video for the Royal Albert Hall. Uh, it was always so... It, it just He had such a posh voice. Yeah, so well-spoken was Lord Alfred. Especially coming from where we come from. <laughs> well, this is why Vince thinks all his Brits sound same. True that. True that. We'll be physical, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, we'd like to uh, take a moment to send our condolences to the family of Lord Alfred Hayes. We lost a member of the WWE family just a few days ago. Lord Alfred, who came from uh, the UK to America, is Judo Al Hayes, a great wrestler, a great manager, a very entertaining television personality in the in the early days of Tuesday Night Titans. Alpha was like a family member to all of us. He passed away just a few days ago. So now, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look, a little retrospective, so you can remember, as we do, the beloved Lord Alfred Hayes. We see Eric Bischoff, he puts Shelton Benjamin in a handicap match um, instead of a no DQ slash no count out match that he wanted against Carlito. Um, he has to face Snitsky and Chris Masters. Um, and then he says it's like Bischoff's breath. It stinks. <laughs> um, and then we see Maria. Uh, she thinks Chris Jericho is here with Fozzy Bear and <laughs> wants to know if the other Muppets are going to be here too. See, I'd rather Fozzy Bear with here <laughs> than the band Fozzy. Look, we've gone from retard to midgets to backstage. I know we've had a bit of Cena, right? To Maria, who's quite clearly a retard. That's her gimmick. What is... is it she's ditzy. It's, she's a retard. She's it's, thick as fuck. It's like Make-A-Wish Monday Night Raw. <laughs> her gimmick is that she's fit, but she's also thick. <laughs> um, so it is time for Battle of the Bands. Um, we've got Cena, accompanied by Trademark and Bumpy Knuckles. <laughs> I like Bumpy Knuckles. You like that, didn't you, Bumpy Knuckles? It's great rap name. Um, and they perform Bad Bad Man, which... No, great. they should have performed fucking right now. What yeah, it's, not, it's not released the video yet. Mate, it's a bad tune, that. It's a great tune. But bad yeah, Bad Man, that. that's going to get you hype. Yeah, he's going to get you hype. He's going to get you hype. Take responsibility for making future Hall of Famers look third rate. 
Y'all lost the world like conversation on your worst first name. The ride beats, yeah. creep through side streets. You sleep, no pads, that's where rhymes lead. Punch signs, man, don't even beg. I got knees slapping tracks, y'all bruising the bed. You a rhyme writer, buddy, man, that's a joke. You ain't worried of being my secretary, man, that's a quote. I blood tracks like cracks and bolts, and y'all rappers choked up with your own lies and your throat. mic in my hands, I'm a bad man. Even in a fight with my hands, I'm a bad man. Jericho, he comes out and says that, that performance was awful, but he says this isn't the crowd for Fozzie to perform in front of because the crowd is biased against him. Therefore, Cena wins by default, but he'll lose at SummerSlam. Yeah, but all Fozzie fans are biased for Jericho. <laughs> if you're a fan of Fozzie, tell me you don't like this Jericho. True that. True that. But I suppose, are you a fan of Fozzie because you're a fan of Chris Jericho? Or- yes. Is there anyone out there that's a fan of Fozzie because of the music? Like they don't, they I'm, only know Chris Jericho, the Fozzie artist, and not I, Chris Jericho, the wrestler. You know, I love my rock and You're metal. In them circles. You know, I'm a big fan of Jericho's wrestling. Yeah. Um, I would not go to see Fozzie. But do you know anybody that are aware of Fozzie but aren't aware of Chris Jericho, the wrestler? Does anybody exist? Is his fan base for Fozzie purely based on? Metalheads that go to wrestling. No, like they only got the slot. They had it download because of Jericho. They only, they oh, only no, got, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. They only sell records because of Jericho. Yeah, yeah no one. Yeah, likes Fozzy and don't like wrestling. <laughs> That's what we're getting at. That's what we're getting at. But the, but Jericho does the ultimate face move by not having Fozzy perform. Yes, yes. And the crowd erupted, erupted when that like, had come out. Fozzy. Everything about Fozzy is what everyone thinks about Nickelback. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Whereas Nickelback are actually good. Yes. Look at this photograph! That's on that good one they've done. <laughs> and that raw theme. We're going out tonight! Kick on every light. We see Bischoff, he makes tonight John Cena versus Carlito. And if Carlito can beat Cena, he can have a title shot next week. He finds this cool, especially the fact that Jericho is going to be the special guest referee. Ooh, so if Carlito wins tonight, I wonder what kind of match we're going to have next week. I, well, Bischoff said, a one-on-one match. With... <laughs> I wonder what kind of match it's going to be. Hmm. 
Um, here's Shawn Michaels in his suit. That's when you know he's a dickhead when he comes out in his suit. Suit and a ponytail. Shawn Michaels is in a mood to be a knobhead to me. And I love it. Um, he promotes Hogan Knows Best uh, to absolute fucking silence. Like, no one cares about Hogan's DVD. Um, he wears a DVD with a VH1 show. Well, uh, it weren't even good enough for MTV. But he's like, ah, don't worry about it, it's shit anyway. Um, he doesn't want to be a rapper or a rock star or an actor. No, he'd rather be the best in-ring performer WWE has ever seen. Hogan is living off a reputation he created 20 years ago, but Sean is out there every night proving himself all over again. Hogan lives in a million-dollar home built off the sweat of every fan at home. After all that, though, the best Hogan can give you is some posing, which Sean demonstrates. Brother, 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 brother. <laughs> Um, Sean says the building is quiet because the people in the back are freaking out. He's shooting, you see, but you can't fire him because he's the SummerSlam main event. If uh, oh, that's, that's Batista versus JBL, I think. Or Cena versus JBL. <laughs> he says, if you wanted the old HBK, you've got him. Years from now, people are going to remember him as the icon. So what you going to do when Sean rolls over you at SummerSlam? Um, and then up next is Snitsky and Chris Masters versus Shelton Benjamin. Benjamin loses to the Master Lock, gets beat down. Big Show makes the save. What's happened to Shelton Benjamin? Who's he pissed off? How we went? What? Eh? Who's he pissed We've off? We lost the title to Carlito, and then we have gone just. He was literally main eventing before he won the IC belt. It was main, main event against Triple H. Yeah, and then he won the IC belt, which is usually the catalyst to get back into the main event. He's lost that. And he's, he's now and now he's jobbing he's, he's losing to Shitsky to, to Snitsky and Masters and he has to be saved by we need something for the big show to do what has happened to Shelton Benjamin well, I did like in the match like Snitsky like Masters just lock it in lock it in <laughs> fucking lock it in <laughs> um, but yeah big show makes the save beat down goes on so I'm presuming next week Potentially tag a tag match. Player, player, player. Diva search time, Michael. Who can fit uh, the most beast in the mouth? Uh, yes. Cameron gets eliminated and then it's a bit of hot dog munching. Uh, and Who can fit the most beast in the mouth? Yeah. It's, it was, Go on with it. Just, uh, I said this last year. Right, and I'll say it next. Make it WWE.com exclusive. No, well, it, yeah. Right. I don't mind it being on Raw or Smackers. But have him like wrestling. Make it like tough enough, not just which bird's got biggest tits. Because what's the who can eat a bunch of hot dog sausages? Like the be all and end all of the contract is to create a new women's wrestler. Like they tried last time, and Chris Jamie had the odd match, but she wasn't very good. Obviously, this time they fall a bit lucky with the winner because she actually is pretty decent. She can She's actually had tra- tra- yeah, training. She can handle herself in the ring, but it's. I want to see him. I said this before. Let's let's see him all do a power driver, and who does the best power driver? Let's see him all do a powerbomb. And who does the best powerbomb? Who could do the best moves on? Yeah, I'm not bothered. It was the same with NXT. I don't want to see him do an assault course. I want to see yeah. him wrestle a match. I want to see... Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it takes away the... What are you winning a contract for? To be a ring announcer? Do you know what I mean? Like Candice Michelle. Oh, God. We'll get us right in a bit. Um, up next, Kane versus Ed. Stretcher match. Weird that it weren't main event. Yeah. And weird that it's on Raw. Well, like, this could have been... Well, it can't be the SummerSlam match because of where we get to. Well, yeah, of course. And Bad Blood, what last one was it? No, Vengeance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cleaves had a stretch of match at Vengeance. Yeah, or just or drag this feud out even but more. What, what, what has led to this being a stretch match? 
um, Matt Hardy's back. <laughs> Matt Hardy keeps appearing and he's doing me head in, so... We need a stretching match. I need to put you in hospital. Why not yeah. have a match where Matt Hardy can't interfere? A cage match or a hell of yeah. a cell. Yeah. Something that makes sense. Well, I don't know. Um, not something, oh, I'm going to lay down on this and I'm going to drag you up the ramp. One hand, because I've got all my briefcase. I think the thing is with and the, then you're going to sit up and I'm going to eat my briefcase and use both hands. With a stretcher match, I think once you've seen one stretcher match, you've seen them all. Yeah. There's not many different ways that you can beat someone on a stretcher and drag them down the ring. The only, the last unique-ish way of being a stretcher match, I think was Brock and Big Show. Yeah, yeah, with the, with the fault there. Big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. It's, oh, I did like the stretcher, um, not quite the match itself, but the build-up to the stretcher match with uh, Rey Mysterio and Big Show. When they wrapped it around the post. <laughs> that was brought to Brock and Big Show. Ah, Brock and Big Show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think once you've seen one stretcher match, you've definitely seen them yeah. all. Um, so this one, towards the end, um, Choke Slam drops Edge onto the stretcher, but Lita's right there. A briefcase to the Kane's back. Edge saves Lita from a Choke Slam on, off, uh, off the stage. Um, and a briefcase in the head is enough to give Edge the victory. Um, and hopefully now, this is it done. Kane can yeah. move on. Kane needs to go to SmackDown. Kane needs something new. He's been stuck on Raw for too long. See, if he goes to SmackDown, you're going to put him with his brother because they'll have to... Yes. They'll have to cross paths on SmackDown. Of course, of course. On Raw, them two can... Yeah, they can avoid each other and yeah. do their own journey and then meet and rumbles and stuff like that. I do get that element. Um, after the match, Kane, he pops back up, tombstones later on the stage. Um, as Edge panic, Matt Hardy runs down. Fucking Adam, you bastard. Uh, and well, kicks fuck out of him. We want Matt... We got Matt. We want Matt. We got um, Matt. And luckily, was it was how lucky is this that there was an ambulance right yeah. there? Because after the break, uh, Lita gets loaded into the ambulance. Kane pops up again, <laughs> knocks a cop out, nicks the ambulance. <laughs> GTA. And then Coach is like, when's enough enough? And it's like, come on. <laughs> Go to the next creative room. Sat with Vince and everybody else the same like, lads. When's enough enough? <laughs> he raped her. Right. He, he forced her to forced marry him. Forced her to marry him. Forced her to carry his child. Yeah. Forced her, Then she had a miscarriage yeah. because he fell on her. Mm-hmm. It works Snitsky's fault. Snitsky's fault. And then now he's She's touched her under, paralysed her, and he's nicked ambulance. That's Grand Theft Auto right there. Katie Vickesque as well could be happening here. Is he going to wrap this round a tree and then have a little... She's still warm. Dead woman big can't dead, say no. Big, <laughs> big dead Glenn scares me sometimes. Up next, main event time is Carlito versus John Cena. Non-title, Bischoff watching on the stage. Jericho is the special guest ref. If Carlito wins, he gets a title shot next week. Um, Jericho, low blow onto Cena when Cena's trying I mean, to deliver an FU. I love how Carlito gets the victory though, but it has to be after, after Jericho's finisher. Like We couldn't have had a low blow and then a backstabber. We had a low blow and then a lion's Is he using backstab it or is it still that fucking stupid? Leg over, you swing. The vertebrae, not the vertebrae. Overdrive. Overdrive, that's it. Or Playmaker, whatever. Playmaker, that was the one. But fucking Jericho was played impartial like Yeah, but it got me me at the end with um, JR's commentary. It was like, can you believe it? Can I go? God damn that Jericho had turned heel. It's like, this is Jericho. He twitches heel and face. Very seems like... Kevin. More than Big Show did. Well, I'd say I'd compare it more to Kevin Owens. Because Kevin Owens, he, he could dabble into both while still yeah. being a heel or face at the same time. 
Uh, must be that Canadian thing. Um, but yeah, I was gobs- gobsmacked by JR at the end. Absolutely horrible. Can you believe that Jericho... I mean, Jericho picked the perfect act. time. Wait until Cena's got both arms occupied. Yeah. Carrying Carlito. Just kick him in the dick. Yeah, just kick him in the dick. Kick him in the dick. But that was Monday Night Raw. It was full of retards and midgets and dick shots. What did you think? How many mavens? 1.5. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. It wasn't the worst. The midget match made me laugh, but mm. I do agree. Like, why have that match when we've not seen the so tag the title? Midget, the midget match, your favourite match, then, is it? Is that the <laughs> on one this you build, on about? Show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But where are the tag champs? We've not seen them in over a fucking month. Oh, what tag champ? Or a Kane and Rose? Rose, yeah. Is it? We've not seen them in ages. Uh, yeah, but it's just tag tag wrestling's fucked in it. But we see tag yeah. chats on Smackers every fucking week. It's different producers. It's got to be. It's got to be a different creative team. Different. I know everything, obviously everything still goes through Vince, but if you've got a creative team who aren't bothered about tag wrestling and creative. So you're telling me Stephanie McMahon gives a fuck about tag team wrestling? She brought the belts. She brought in the belts. She brought in the belts. Well, Do you know what I mean? That's it. Then. Her belts, aren't they? So. She brought in the belts. Um, Michael, before we move on to some smack of the down, a little bit of the dirt sheet news for you. Monday, July 25th, from the uh, PW Torch. Um, it's a little notes on Great American Bash in relation to some of the music before Hassan's entrance last night. For those unaware, the tune which accompanied footage of the terrorist attack was in fact the Muslim call to prayer. Uh, <laughs> The move is likely to, uh, to bring about complaints from some Arab-slash-Muslim organisations. Gee, you think? And others were disgusted at WWE conveying Hassan as an Islamic extremist. Well, that's kind of the <laughs> gimmick that they portrayed. Um, apparently, Vince McMahon was said to be very unhappy with the Great American Bash overall. Uh, yeah, you don't know what you're <laughs> McMahon was said to be storming around backstage and especially agitated during the main event where JBL wrestled Batista. Um, word is that McMahon was ticked off with Batista and how he worked against JBL. Batista's flaws went pretty much unnoticed in his series of matches against Triple H as the game carried him throughout most of those matches. However, with JBL, he did not have that type of opponent and his limitations were said to have been exposed for all to see. Numerous SmackDown workers have said that while they do not like praising Triple H, uh, they do have a now a new fond respect of him for carrying Batista throughout that series of matches. I didn't think Batista looked that bad. No, but also because to show you how shit JBL is. And oh, JBL should not be in that position either. Oh, yeah, yeah. JBL's, JBL should not be in this position. He's not very good. We've said this multiple times. He's got a good clause line and a good big boot. He's a good, he's got, he's a good character. And a decent Because he's a knobhead. Yeah, he's a knobhead dickhead character. perfect. But actually, as a wrestler, he has got flaws. Many flaws. And he's, he's hardcore European title level at best. Mm. Now, this, Michael, was reported by the Benton Daily Record in Arkansas. They covered the 1999 case of Christopher Dootson, who wore a Wanna Raise Some Hell Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirt to court. And as a result, was charged with contempt of court. Uh, Dootson had appeared to testify in a battery case, uh, but was hit with charges when he said he owned another Steve Austin t-shirt. <laughs> Random little article I found. Made me chuckle. Charged because he owns another shirt <laughs> yeah. by Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, was it was it the fuck for your drink beer? Possibly. <laughs> um, 
News on a brand new star to soon enter WWE's stratosphere. Ring of Honor champion, CM Punk. Never really heard of that name. Uh, will make his, sound like a nice guy. <laughs> will make his WWE debut this weekend on Sunday Night Heat in a match against Rob Begley. Uh, Punk is managed by Alex Alexis Larey, who was a member of the Gavrin back in NWA slash TNA. I know who she is. <laughs> yeah, where is she a porn star? Is she Michael? Mickey James. Oh, is it? There you go. Um, so yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of works. Um, now, a bit of sad news before we move on to Smackers. The WWE have sent notices to all their TV carriers that WWE Afterburn and WWE Bottom Line are soon to be pulled. Do you know what got me about these recap shows? They've got recap shows in Sunday Night Eating Velocity. Why do you need a recap show of a recap show? You never needed Afterburn or whatever all different names they went through throughout the years. So bo- bottom line. Focus mainly on Raw. Oh, I know. Yeah, and one of them did smack it. Yeah. Yeah, but so but, did Heat of Velocity. But they showed bits on there that they did show on Heat of Velocity. Ah, some more. Yeah. More, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember bottom line, I think it was, when I were a kid, because if you didn't have Sky Sports, like me. you could catch up because that was on Sky One. Like yeah, me. It was bottom line and shit. I like always that. watched bottom line. Yeah, yeah, that's how you could catch it was Smackdown up. and it was bottom line. Yeah, yeah. Which made no sense because... Might as well just put bottom line on and then smack down because they're going to show you the raw replay. They're going to show you the raw replay on SmackDown. Very true. Very true. Anyway, speaking of Smack of the Down, it is July the 28th, 2005. We are from the Blue Cross Arena in Rochester, New York. Um, holla, holla, player, player. He comes out and thanks us all for watching the Great American Bash. Um, yeah, nice one, Teddy. Cheers, Teddy. It was fucking wank. Um, it recaps some of the biggest moments from last night, including Undertaker be- becoming new number one contender. Uh, therefore, at SummerSlam, it will be... And then JBL comes in after. He says he's not happy because longest forgetting the main event of Great American Mash, where he defeated Batista. He said he did everything he promised to do, but Batista getting himself disqualified prevented him from becoming world champion. Therefore, Long needs to name him number one contender. Long agrees, but the title match isn't coming at SummerSlam. Hang on, though, because there was a clause in the contract saying that if JBL won, which he did, he would get the first shot at Batista. Long says I don't like threats or lawsuits, so tonight you're going one on one with the Undertaker <laughs> player, player. Undertaker player. Um, so the winner of that match gets the title shot. I'll be like, hey, I won last Take game. Take it like, right, I won a match <laughs> and then I fucking kill the guy. Yeah. You really want to make me wrestle again for the ta- contendership? Yeah, just ridiculous. You really going to try Take it like that after he's killed a guy? On pay-per-view, again. Up next, our first match of the night. Uh, because, why not? Because they both had a match at Great American Bash. Let's just put you in a tag. It is Christian and OJ versus Booker T and Benoit. OJ, on a match, on the main show. <laughs> well, sorry, on Smackdown. Not the main show. Uh, we get a hot tag to Benoit. A uh, couple of snap suplexes. Sends Jordan into Christian. A uh, bunch of Germans. Um, swan dive by Benoit onto Jordan's that gets a two but the crossface makes Jordan tap because of course did you notice watching this on the network there was a, a random fucking edit cut yes it, 12 minutes on the network it, it went from Benoit goes for crossface. crossface on Christian and then Iptas Christian's running towards him and he hits Iptas something's gone wrong in the pre- because uh, it's obviously it's all pre-recorded, Pre-tipped. isn't it? Yeah, so, so they've obviously redone the match. Yeah, or redone that spot. 
Maybe it's maybe something, or they wanted to add a bit more into the match. So maybe that could have been the finish. Do you know where it before it cut to the hip toss? I don't know. I don't know. Um, we're backstage with Heidenreich. Uh, he says, "I'm not sure if I can be the next Hulk." Animal says, "Don't worry about it. Be yourself." And then proceeds to cut his hair so he looks a little bit like Hulk. But with a one mohawk. Yeah, not, so not an interlocking mohawk. Just so they can touch tips. I don't know. I mean, the mohawk does suit him. It, looks, it does look a bit like Robert De Niro's character from Taxi Driver there mm, with it. Mm. I, but I, I get, I get it. Ish. I'm not buying it. I don't. They want <laughs> bullshit. They want us to think that he could be a member of LOD. Yes. But it's hiding shite for a reason. True that. If he just debuted as a new like this, the episode Animal of comes out. Yeah, the episode Gross, of Smack, the yeah, Invitational. Eminem come out, yeah, yeah, attack, yeah. and it debut. Or, but we've seen you for ages, and you're not rate good. Now nah, you suddenly have to be rate good because you're in Legion of Doom. Not buying it. Not After you've it. tried touching them kids. <laughs> um, we get a video on Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio from Sunday. Uh, and then it is time for... This is what I don't get neither. Why are we just putting them against jobbers? Because, oh, oh we need to show the uh, Doomsday device. We can do that. Put them against the Mexicals. Put them against... They're supposed to be the leaders of the tag division. Yep. Put them against all the other... I know there's not many. So they can have squash matches. Oh no, I guess without this. burying the current talent. Yeah, but they still yeah, but they can still win comfortably without burying talent. Easily where this Especially when you're the tag champs. This they, exactly you're the tag champs, where this is just animal get what likes to do is power slam. They like to do the doomsday device and, and that's it. They can <laughs> guarantee that animal doesn't have to do much graft because he's working with jobbers. That that's it. If I know if they were going up against M M&M and M again or up against the Mexicals or I'd like to do a lot of work. exactly. A big big fucking roid belly would be stood on the ring. Um, so yeah, Animal and Hyderabad get the victory, of course they do. Uh, Eminem, they want their titles back, but Molina says they need to worry about putting a positive spin on things. They have a new publicist, and they're going to be on the cover of next month's Smackdown magazine. For now though, they need to have a fixer who fixes things. And that fixer is one Gillian Hall, who has got a... A.K.A. Nurse Gollum from South Park. Bit of a growth on her face. Nurse <laughs> Gollum from South Park. I just don't get it. I don't get it. This is like the creative meeting, lads. Idea. I'm run this past you. Right. We'll get some mediocre looking bird from OEW with big yeah. tits. Cornet, what have we got? Find me up a blonde bird. Right. Sound. Shoot not from a blonde, we can die her. Yeah. And Cornet's like, don't forget you've got Boogeyman debuting soon. He's like, don't worry, I've not forgot. We keep running these vignettes. And then, sorry, he's like, so, we need to debut Boogeyman. Why don't we have him bite it off a face? <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> but at the end of this segment, Mercury asked Nitro the real questions. He goes, would you? Would you? <laughs> and Nitro's like, yeah, probably. Ray <laughs> uh, Mysterio is in the back with little Dom Dom, um, who asks what the big secret is, and Ray says, I'll tell him when he's older. Uh, and then, as we just mentioned, the boogeyman is still coming. Coming to get him. He's going to get something. <laughs> Uh, here are Ray Ray and Dom Dom. They come out. Ray thanks us for the support. Uh, but here comes Eddie carrying a book. Ray says it's over, and Eddie says, "Stay away." He says, "Eddie, stay away from my son." Eddie, don't worry, Ray. I'm not going to get anywhere near your son. Uh, Eddie insists that he never loses because he's the law. Um, yes, he agreed to be quiet if he lost at Great American Bash, but he lies. Uh, now he feels like feels like telling a bedtime story, so Ray goes after him. Um, Eddie, though, is smart enough to drop the bombshell in a hurry that he's Dominic's real dad. 
Papa is a true. I'm your papi. Uh, Dominic asked Ray if it's true, and Ray has to admit it, sending Dominic running through the crowd. Uh, Ray goes after him, so Eddie gets in the ring and says, people here don't smell so good. Now he sits down in the chair and asks for the lights to be dimmed because it's time for Eddie's bedtime story. Um, he says there was a time when Eddie and his wife were separated and Eddie had an affair. Then the woman came to Eddie to tell him that she was pregnant with her eighth child. At the same time, though, Ray and his wife, they couldn't have a child. So Eddie, Eddie had an idea. Instead of being the father, he became Uncle Eddie. Even though there were never, never any official adoption papers, Eddie says that it was a big weight off his shoulders. But just wait until next week's chapter two. The story just took a hard turn. And now it's get ready for more uncomfortability. So Vicky can't have any more kids, I'm guessing, Paul Vicky. I'm guessing so. How's she feeling about all this? How's Ray's wife feeling about all this story? Oh no, it wasn't Vicky. It was nothing to do with Vicky. He, him and Vicky had split. But she can't have any. Why not have a try and have a first son with her? No, no. This was a woman that couldn't have kids. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So why did Eddie try and have a son? Because he wants a son. That's what he's saying. He wants a son to carry on his family. No, he doesn't. He wants Dominic because he can't stand Ray Mysterio. This has got nothing to do with Eddie being a dad. <laughs> nothing to do I know. with it. But well, that's what he's saying. Nobody's this full of shit. <laughs> Don't want a son. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I love it. I do love it where, like, what's going through poor Dominic's head? Like, they're saying to Dom, nah, Dom, right? I know, you know wrestling's not real, don't you? You know it's not real, but... Dad's not really getting hurt. Yeah, Dad's not really getting hurt, but... We need you to... Dad's not your dad. <laughs> your dad's actually your, your Uncle Eddie. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so how do you know it's serious? Because when they come back after commercial, Taz has got his sunglasses off. Oh, he's so confused. That's it. It's Owen voice. Owen voice kicks in. Well, you can see Taz's eyes. That's when you know it's serious. <laughs> and it's like, well, the show must go on. Uh, up next, Melina versus Tony Wilson. Gillian uh, with a growth and Candice Michelle at ringside. Uh, Taz talks about the growth on Gillian's face and Michael Cole goes, Taz, enough with the puss. Melina, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, she chokes in the corner. Um, yeah, standard Melina, Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson gets a two off a roll-up, but Melina hammers away with a forearm. Uh, neck crank, close-up of the growth, because of course we need to have a look at it even more. Um, so you know, you got to remember, it's there. All right, Melina finally gets the victory with a roll-up with her feet on the ropes. Uh, and after the match, Gillian, she lays Tori out because she's the fixer. She's like the problem solver. That's what she is. She's Smackdown's problem solver. She's Smackdown's Tyson Smackdown's Tomko. Tyson Tomko, just with a big growth on her face. Um, we see the Mexicals there in the backstage area and apparently they're supposed to be selling them tonight. <laughs> Are they working? <laughs> they got, I love how they walk around with overalls on, though. Like they're always ready to graft. Uh, the bosses get to work and leave, but the Mexicals think it's a good idea. Um, we see a, a divas, divas in swimsuits washing cars because... The greatest SummerSlam commercial ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then up next, it is William Regal versus Scotty 2 Jobby. Well, here are the Mexicals, and remember, we're not Mexicans, we're the, the Mexicals. Mexicals. But we also, we've got snacks, bitches. We've got snacks, and commentary's like, oh, they must be thinking they're grafting. Best thing... Sarkos is walking out ring. One lad from crowd's like, I'll have one of them popcorns, thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, we get a beat down. Tony Chimmel gets a fucking drink thrown in his face. The referee gets uh, thrown into it. It was a bit rough how they were with them all, to be fair. Uh, Especially with the ref. Um, Cortez uh, will take it there. 
Um, and I loved how there was just a beat down and Vigo's like, I'm not involved in this. <laughs> just throw him outside to them. Involved. But they weren't having it because Vigo got beat down as well. So remember the Mexicals, they're not the Mexicans. Second Vigo match to have well, I'm uh, starting to think. Is Regal involved with them? Is Regal in charge? Is Regal their manager? But like not in the wrestling term. He's <laughs> actually like, they work for Regal's company. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, it is John Bradshaw Layfield versus The Undertaker in your main event. The winner gets Batista at SummerSlam and the juice is at ringside. Um, Undertaker. I'm sure you had this match last year. We've many, had it multiple times. times. Multiple times. Uh, Undertaker deals with Juice trying to interfere with by kicking a chair in his face. Uh, that lets JBL get the big boot in and a chair in the head gets a two. Um, kick sends JBL into a panic. We get a choke slam to JBL and a right hand to Jordan. Um, the referee gets knocked out as well. Tombstone connects. But here comes Randy Orton out of nowhere. But you know, you knew Orton was coming down because all the women started screaming. Yeah, that's it. They get excited like when Jeff Hardy took his top off. Yep. Um, RKO gets JBL the victory. Um, so... Definitely going forward. Well, we know now it's going to be JBL versus Batista. And we WrestleMania 21 rematch. Yeah, Randy Orton versus the Deadman. But that was smack of the down. What did you make? How many Mavens? 1.5. Yeah, it's flat, isn't it? Shite. <laughs> I mean, They're funny. It's nice. The it's thing, good. I'm glad Randy's back. Yeah, but Healthy. We, the thing is, though, we're finding stuff entertaining and enjoyable that... Yeah, you should find funny, like midgets and, and spackers. And, and grow some of his faces. Yeah. But... There's not much else going on on and story, and sort of story racism. time, story, yeah, racism and story time with Eddie. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, it's, it's weird. What a, what a weird start to the build. I mean, why don't the Mexicals like help Eddie? Because they're not Mexicans. They're the Mexicals. Eddie's a Mexican. He's actually American. He's from Texas. <laughs> He's not, he's from El Paso. He's in Texas. It's, no, it's Mexico. <laughs> You'll guarantee, you go to someone from El Paso and ask them if they're Mexican or American. I bet you they'll tell you they're Mexican. Even though uh, it's in Texas. Even though it's in, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's then, just no, we're It's in, just the border. Yeah, we're in America, we're in Mexico. Um, bit more dirt sheet news coming out of the episode of Smack of the Down. Uh, the backstage consensus on the Diva search remains negative and numerous WWE stars have voiced their disapproval, although none yet have taken their frustrations out on the contestants directly. Does that mean none of them have hammered them for being stuck in my spot? Randy's not there anymore to shit in the bags. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. Um, even though there is internal... <sighs> Is that why he was drafted to Smackers? Yeah, because he was... Not to continue to be taken. So they didn't... So they didn't shit in anyone's back. Um, even though there is internal negativity towards the contest, it is more than likely to, co- to continue in the future as it continues to draw good ratings. Because... Say it with me. Boobs. Boobs. <laughs> and um, also, Vince McMahon has told the Cruiserweights to tone down their styles. Vince McMahon has sent word through WWE that he wants the Cruiserweights to tone down several risky high-flying moves, unofficially banning manoeuvres such as the 450 splash and the shooting star press. Apparently, the number of injuries that have caused McMahon to decide that high-flying risky manoeuvres are simply not worth it. Well, when you're landing on someone's head after a 450 or shooting star... True. Yeah. Um, The unofficial ban actually went into effect around two weeks ago when Paul London used the shooting star press against Nunzio on a recent edition of Velocity. Um, He was told by company officials not to use it again and to come up with a different finisher. 
London, along with other WWE cruiserweights, are upset about having to tone down their style. Uh, many in the industry are comparing this unofficial ban to the ban of the Tombstone Piledriver, where WWE officials only let The Undertaker and Kane use it in dramatic situations. Dramatic situations? <laughs> Mohammed Hassan. Taker uses <laughs> Tombstone every fucking match. <laughs> dramatic um, but yeah I think it's, it's a random one yeah it's, it is one of them where I can get it from a point because like Billy Kidman was clearly killing people with the shooting star um, Paul London does the 450 quite nice yeah um, he does but when he's landing on but he's when he's landing on people's heads and stuff I can get it but that's going to take away your cruiserweight division when you've got high flying division that don't fly high, high. high. yeah I mean <laughs> don't high fly high <laughs> right. what's like, London you're going to use the finishing now. Uh, that. That <laughs> one. <laughs> Everyone uses it. Call it a Caribbean twist. No. Mm. Um, I know I, I read further. Call it a curl. Yes, I read also that uh, Frankie Kazarian has departed the WWE. We know we saw him on, on Velocity. Velocity a few times. Well, he's departed the WWE because of this was one of the main factors. That they're asking the Because his finish is a top. Yeah, they're asking well, the middle cru- cruiserweights uh, to stop, stop being cruisy. Yeah, too cruisy. Well, he's too big for cruisers anyway. Definitely. Boo me if you want to, but remember this. Cena, you are nothing but a brown-nosing thug. And you have no idea who you're dealing with. I am going to tear you apart at SummerSlam. And the pain you felt when I kicked you in the plums is nothing compared to the pain you're going to feel when I walk out of SummerSlam with the championship with me. So then, Michael, are you ready for some more Monday Night Raw? That's a false, sir. It is August the 1st, 2005. We're in the... Um, Mohegan Sun. That's the casino. one. You know I'm going to struggle with that, didn't you? Um, will it, uh... You always struggle with that one. <laughs> 
Here's Chris Jericho to start things off. Um, him and Eric Bischoff have been working on a brilliant plan to get the WWE Championship off John Cena. First of all, we saw Cena's exposure as a fake rapper and then as a fake champion after Carlito beat Cena with a completely fair referee. After a quick clip of Carlito winning thanks to the low blow, uh, Jericho, he says he promises Cena some pain at SummerSlam. Um, cue John Cena and the fight is on, with Bischoff sending security down, Fight broken up. Bischoff makes Jericho special guest referee for tonight's title shot. So, last week, Carlito beat Cena with Jericho as special referee for the one to win to get an opportunity at the title tonight. Yep. Tonight, Carlito gets an opportunity for the title against Cena yep. with Jericho as a referee. Yep. New champion, obviously. Rinse and repeat. Got to be. Rinse and repeat. Yep. Oh, but this time it's for title. This time it's for Tal, so it's different. And we said last week that there was a chance, and it was correct. Big Show and Shelton Benjamin versus Snitsky and Chris Masters. Um, hot- Shelton almost didn't make that entrance, did no, he? No, no, absolutely not. That's, I think that might be why he's, uh... he's... He's falling down the pecking order. Yeah. Um, we get a hot tag to Big Show. House is cleaned with splashes and shoulder blocks. And Snitsky then receives a chokeslam from Big Show for the victory. Because obviously we've got to protect Masters. But um, why couldn't Shelton get the win? Yeah. Right, Shelton's stock is falling week by week. Would Shelton have... How would Shelton have won that match? He's fucking T-Bone. Hey, that move where you got a big guy, little guy, little guy stands on the shoulders. big, big show shoulders, yeah. flying clothesline to yeah. Smitsky, three. Yeah. Or a flying dragon whip off big show shoulders, that'd be more Missile impressive. Missile drop kick. Be more impressive. Um, but yeah, uh, are we going to say SummerSlam? Are we going Shelton versus Masters? Snitsky versus Big Show? I don't, I don't know. I think it's Snitsky Big Show going forward for a little bit. Oh, I'm excited. I am ek fucking excited about that one. <laughs> yeah, y'all can't see, but my face says it all. <laughs> Here comes Eugene. Now with Christy Hemi as his manager. Cheerleader. Cheerleader. Um, it's time for the Eugene Invitational. I mean, the cameraman's got the wrong angle there. Our, our hometown hero is Kurt Angle with uh, Eugene demanding to know where his name is and where he's from. What's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> What's your name? Where are you from? And Angle gets that, that pissed off that he admits that he isn't from Connecticut so there's no match. He's like, Angle's like, we're on an Indian reservation. No one here works... No one who works here is from an Indian reservation. That's it. Fucking Tatanka. And Eugene looked happy as fuck that Tatanka debuted. Or made his return. Or made his return. Um, Eugene's just a mark. I'm mark for Tatanka. Fucking brilliant. Tatanka's brilliant because on like the internet, Tatanka takes himself so serious. But he'll retweet or post and comment on everything. Anything Tatanka related. Anything Tatanka related. You even call him a cunt and he'll retweet it. We're we're tagging Tatanka in this. (laughs) He'll retweet it. Um, uh, a chop puts Eugene down uh, Tatanka tries the uh, uh, thing when he runs down ring um, the top rope chop to the head gets a two he's not really got many moves as Tatanka he does a lot of chopping yeah top of hot chop yeah top of hot uh, chop with under a minute left Eugene hits an angle slam and pulls down his non-existent straps I fucking love that Olympic here the ankle lock goes on but Kurt Angle comes in for the DQ um, so yeah I guess we're going to have Eugene versus Angle at SummerSlam. I'm guessing so. Well, although... 
But I loved how at the end of the match we had uh, Eugene, Where they Eugene, next week? Eugene and Tatanka cleared the ring yeah. with Kurt Angle. Is that not a wrestling convention dream tag team? Eugene, <laughs> Eugene and Tatanka. Tatanka. Versus... Uh, who would you put up against? Oh, um, Brian Nobbs. No, Brian Nobbs. And Jerry Stacks. No, just no, just one of them. Just one of them. Brian Nobbs and Mabel. There you go. Now that's a wrestling convention. Oh, you mean now? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant way back, way, way back when. Oh, now if you have him. Oh, um, Sergeant Slaughter. Because he'd be in full gear. He always gives it the all. Nobs and yeah. Slaughter. Nobs and Slaughter versus Eugene and Tatanka. Slaughter Nobs. Yeah, there you <laughs> That's go. That's a tag team there. There you go. Nobs of Slaughter. <laughs> um, after the break, we see Angle, he's pissed off and promises to get his medals back next week in Pittsburgh. Well, he's the hometown hero there. He is the hometown hero. He is the hometown hero. Um, we see Carly on Jericho, they're ranting about Cena. They nearly come to blows. Bischoff comes in to calm things down, says Jericho's job is to make Carly or WWE champion. Now go, <laughs> go and fucking sort his heads out, lads. And again, I'll be like, hang on a minute. So I want the belt, but my job's to get the belt on you. But get ready, because I'm taking the belt off you. So I'd be like, so if I were Carly, I'd be like, well, I don't really want your belt then. Because as much as I want to win. It's like, but Jer- what's the point of Jericho being right? Because Jericho obviously wants to kick fuck out Cena. Yeah. But he won't be able to do that at SummerSlam if Carlito was to win. That's the thing. It's the match is set for SummerSlam, Jericho versus Cena. So if Carlito were to win this, you'd have it'd to be have... Carlito versus Jericho. Would it or would it be a triple threat? Would it be a triple threat because Cena had activated his rematch we clause? Hmm. We'll see if Carlito wins. Only time will tell. And Here... then what happens with the Intercontinental title? Because remember... You can't back, hold them both. Jack Tunney. Yeah, Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney, you can't hold them both. That's why when Triple H beat Kane, no mercy, the Intercontinental title was retired. Exactly. Here comes Mac Daddy himself, Vince McMahon. Um, it comes to the ring for a major announcement. It says, this is the 636th episode of Raw, putting the show past all of original shows for total episodes. Um, the classy thing to do would be to thank the fans, but Vince, he thanks himself. <laughs> um, he has a history of making good business decisions, like bringing back people or concepts that make him money. That's what he's doing again tonight. And I'm bringing back a former WWE superstar who's going to face Edge at SummerSlam, Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. And Matt comes back to the biggest pop he's ever had. And that's it now. His career stops and goes down. That he will you. ever have until WrestleMania 2016. When he comes out with uh, Jeff. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Matt, he, um, he, he hits the uh, arena. Big reaction. He says he should thank Vince, but it was the people who brought him back to Raw. But unlike Vince, Matt is willing to thank the fans for getting him back here. Um, he recaps the entire love angle, kind of goes a bit fourth wall and says, ah, well, see, you see, what you saw on telly with Eater and Kane and all that. That all bullshit. It's bullshit. Oh, uh, yeah, for six years. <laughs> it's bullshit. Uh, he said the story came out and fans let Edge and Lita know how they felt. And he had 20,000 people chanting, we want Matt, plus me and Mike in 2023, um, in Madison Square Garden. So now Matt is back to destroy Edge's life. He promises to hurt Edge at SummerSlam and Matt Hardy will not die. Um, it's like, he does you, know you, quickly. You took my chance of having a family. What, you say you can't get into the bed? Are you that much of a loser you can't get another Absolutely bed? Absolutely done. Done at like 26 or however old he is. <laughs> Career's done, life's over, life's over. Um, we see Vince, he's in the back and he runs into 
Chavo Guerrero. Uh, he said he's been rich for so long that he's forgotten what it's like to be middle class. He's like, I'm too rich for you. Out of my way, peasant. <laughs> and uh, Vince leaves and Kerwin, he longs for a bit of polo. <laughs> and up next, it is Uncle Val versus Just Look At Me. I love how we got a this match sucks chant. It's like, yeah, come on, get over it. We're never going to be a five-star classic, we're it. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, the ego trip, swinging neck breaker, gets the victory for a... Uh, it seems like, it sounds like the guy singing is the same guy who sang like the Toy Story Bugs Life theme. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. When did you... you got a friend in me. <laughs> I swear, it sounds the same guy. Yeah, it goes. You should have done your research, Mike, and you could have hit me with the facts. It's Jim Johnson. <laughs> all, uh, all the music around this area is Jim Johnson. And unless Jimmy Hart, if it's a bit older. Uh, um, it is time, Michael, to go to the Larry King show with fake Larry King bringing on his guest tonight. Brother, 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 Fucking brilliant. Largest pythons in the world, brother. Um, brother, brother. <laughs> I thought it was great. I really did. Like every sentence had 16 brothers in it. It was fucking <laughs> it, brilliant. It was totally... This was literally the best part of the entire build. And like I, everything... Just the comedy. Like Sean's imitation of Hogan was perfect. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I love when he went... Um, and let me tell you something, me and Gene. And he went, it's Larry. It's Larry King. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Shawn Michaels, he's having so much fun with this this, this whole he's, concept. He's getting to be old HBK. Yeah. He's getting to be 97 yeah, HBK. Dicker Shawn Michaels, but with a clearer mindset, I suppose. Um, I like it, how he's... 97 Michaels without the drugs. I like how he got the call from Battle Creek and he's like, I'm going Battle Creek, I'm Hulk Hogan, brother. I'm going to the big shows, brother. Oh, it was fantastic. Fan fucking fantastic. Um, and then Sean, he says, in reality, is I'm going to kick Hogan in the face. And then he kicks the camera to end the segment. It was great. Um, Diva search time. And Summer's been eliminated. Um, another blonde. Say, yeah, bye. Um, leaving the rest to um, try, what did they call it? Queen of the Mountain? Gladiators. Gladiators. <laughs> yeah, we've got a special guest as well. Here's Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider. Derp, 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 derp. Derp, derp, derp. 
uh, because he's currently promoting Juice Bigelow, I think. Your favorite Bigelow. That's the one. Baby um, thirty. Um, he's, he's like, as you battle, do not be distracted by my boner. <laughs> um, Schneider. Like, you, you're, you're funny. You're only famous because Adam Sandler feels yeah, sorry for you. He's not He's not one of the funniest people in the world, either. It is. He's just on Sandler's crew. He's Sandler, yeah. one of Sandler's staff. <laughs> he's... Just do it! <laughs> I was trying to compare him right, to one of Vinci's Stooges, but that's that's <laughs> offensive to Pat and Jerry. Oh, well, I was thinking we were going to go more of um, uh, Rene, what did they call him? Rene Gully or whatever there. The grey-haired guy who was one of the original Stooges when he used to run with uh, Sergeant Slaughter and that. Uh, yes. It was it was original Stooge. But yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's WWE. It's a bit weird everywhere. It's like we, we can't bring any big aliases in, so we'll get fucking... Schneider. Adam Sandler's shit. I don't know friend. why we needed this for the diva thing. I thought coach could, coaches, this is yeah. coaches' gig, just get on with it. Do you know what I mean? I feel like if we were going to bring a star in and pay the money that they've paid to bring a star in, bring them in to do something else than not perv over the divas, but I suppose it's the, it's the narrative of the times, the, isn't it? Of course it what's does. What's been promoted. Of course it does. Um, we see because a re- boobs. Because boobs. Uh, we see a recap of Carlito and Cena from last week as it's time for Carlito versus John Cena from this week. But this time it is for the Raw World Championship. Or is it the WWE title? But we're still referring to it as. Uh, Bischoff's at ringside. Um, Carlito's Intercontinental title is not on the line, which it should have been. It should have been title versus title. Should have been. And Jericho is guest referee. Uh, Jericho gets in a distraction so Carlito can hammer away. Um, they head outside, Jericho pulling the pad off the barricade. Uh, Jericho gets a shot in, but Cena comes back with shots to the face. And um, The usual John Cena goes through the motions with his, his run to his finish, but Jericho won't count, means that Cena goes after him. Um, Jericho breaks up an FU, only to get hit, only to hit Bischoff by mistake. Uh, Cena, he clotheslines Jericho to the floor, hits an FU, we get a brand new referee. And one, so I'm telling two, you, three. the referee shirts, right, they must like, cause you to... Be so fucking weak. Yeah. You get one shot, down, gone. Because <laughs> obviously, you've, we've seen so many Jericho matches, it's taken much more, like, devastating shots than that. Mm. Yeah. And it's got back up quicker. Oh, it's 100%. 100%. So it's the referee shirts. Either they cause you to be weak as fuck, or they're that heavy. Oh, they could be heavy and they weigh you down. It's could be like wearing a lead vest. Yeah, a minute old. Titanium vest. Yeah, the, but the weight's on the back. So when you stood up, you're fine. You can counteract it because you can lean against it. But the minute you're on the floor, it's like you're having done. a concrete slab on top of you. You can't get up. I think that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, after the match, uh, Jericho hits Cena low and busts him open with a TV camera. And um, The walls go on as Bischoff slaps Je- Cena a few times, sending JR into meltdown mode as we end the show. But Cena's got blood dripping down his face. I like seeing a bit of blood. Not looking at you, Mox. I didn't mean all the time. Not every day. Blood only should only happen when... Matters. Have you seen the video of Punk stabbing himself with yeah. fucking blade, trying to make him say bleed? Oh, like we know that's how they do it, but I don't want to see him do it. Oh, look, that sent my fucking blood. Would you rather see brother, brother, brother. like that or box screw screen? I wouldn't rather see any of it. What? I don't. I'd, I'd, yeah, it's that simple. I, I don't mind. Seeing, I don't mind seeing the blood. I, the blood, but I don't, I don't want to see how it happens. See how it happens. No, I'm good. You don't go to. I'm not even a screamish person, but I'm you don't good. go to a magic show. They'd be like, right, nice trick. How do you do it? How does he put the rabbit in the hat? Do you know what I mean? We see him take the rabbit out of the hat, but we'd never see him put it in it. But we don't so how do you know that's my card? That's it. That's it. How do you get my card over there? But that was Monday Night Raw, number two. 
of four. What did you make? How many mavens? 1.5? 1.5. If we grade as a whole show. Like, I don't want to rate it higher because of the Hogan Break Kid segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that deserves to be rated higher, though. That segment alone... Is like a three. But overall show... He's a one. Shite. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree there. I'd agree there. Um, are you ready for some more Jeremy Kyle? show it is a privilege and i totally agree with you it is the perfect perfect time to tell chapter two of eddie guerrero's bedtime stories is everybody ready (laughs) once upon a time There was a little boy named Dominic. Hey, 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 shut your mouth! And Dominic was a very big, big part. Hey, cállate la boca! Now, Ray, you're being very rude. I don't like people that are rude. You need to mind your manners, I say. You know, actually, I'm not even going to finish my story right now. No, 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 no. But see, Ray, unlike you, I am a man of my word. And I do keep my promises. And I promise by the end of this show, I will finish Chapter 2 of Eddie's Bedtime Story. And I right? I got a feeling. Oh, no. I got a really great feeling that you're really, really going to like it. As it's time for some more Eddie Bedtime Stories. It is August the 4th, 2005. We're in the Harbour Yard Arena in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh, we open with a recap of the Eddie Ray situation from last week. Um, Eddie's a lad. Here comes Ray Mysterio um, as the first ever guest on the debut edition of the Peep Show. Peep Show, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Christian thinks uh, the appropriate question is, who's your daddy? And recaps last week until Ray cuts him off. I like uh, Christian's chair. The inflatable with the flames. The flames. Uh, I bet he goes right fast. <laughs> Um, Ray's here because he wants to fight Eddie right now but Eddie comes up on screen he's got a new shirt 
He's got the Eddie's bedtime storybook as well, plus reading glasses to complete the look. <laughs> well, um, he's a dad now. He's a dad now. Um, Eddie shows off the new I'm Your Pappy shirt and thinks it's time for chapter two. Ray tries to cut him off, but Eddie, being the smarter person on the show, just reads over him. Um, Eddie, though, he changes his mind and decides to finish this later. He'll finish up at the end of the show. Christian jumps Mysterio from behind and lays him out with the unprettier to end the segment. So I wonder if we're going to have a match with them two tonight. Jericho and... Uh, Jericho, Christian, Christian and... and Ray. I believe... I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. Uh, we see Growth Monster. Uh, she explains how much the blemish on her face has hurt her soul. As it fucking weigh you down. Uh, we get a, a close-up look and she asks if it's oozing. <laughs> uh, she wants people to look into her eyes because she has a purpose. Her name is Gillian Hall and she is Eminem's fixer. She walks over to Charmel and Booker T um, and walks on by, but Booker T wanting to make sure that... Did I just see that? Tell me I didn't just see that. See, that's the best response you can give your missus when she catches you looking at another one. <laughs> Tell me I did just see that. <laughs> up next, speaking of Booker T, he's teaming with Chris Benoit to go up against a Mercury and Nitro. So M&M. is this like the new big team on campus? Benoit Booker? Must be, must be. Because I'd like to see. We've got no to do with him. I know he's not like Benoit's got a match at SummerSlam, has he? No, 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 no absolutely not. OJ's nowhere to be seen. Um, the bookend gets a two on Nitro uh, with Mercury making the save. So Benoit cross-faced Nitro on the floor. Uh, Melina breaks up the axe kick, so Charmel starts the cat fight, only to have Gillian Spearer. Distraction lets Mercury grab a roll-up with the ropes. A lot of wins with the roll-ups, with the ropes, for the victory. Um, because I suppose they are a heel tag team, so yeah. let's have them winning a heel way. But I feel like at the minute, the M&M's main purpose on SmackDown is to highlight the growth on Gillian Hall's face. The there. It's, yeah, strange one, strange one. Um, and tonight, we find out in our main event, Teddy Long has made the match. You called it 30 seconds ago. It is Captain Charisma going up against the master of the 619, Rey Mysterio. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That's, that's a great mid-card match. Yeah, not a main event match. <laughs> Unless it's got something's happening at the end, which yeah. let's, only time will tell. Um, we look back at Randy Orton costing Undertaker the number one contendership last week, and Randy Orton promises to make his intentions clear tonight. But here's Teddy Long to introduce the contract signing for the world title match. Long gets JBL and Batista to both sit down uh, for the signing with Batista, signing it in a hurry. JBL laughs at him for signing without filling in the stipulation. Batista says, pick what you want. So JBL throws out a bunch of daft ones before picking nose holds barred. Did JBL not watch Vengeance? Like, Batista, Triple H chose having a selfie. He's like, fine. I'd choose a... Lumberjack. Special guest referee, Orlando Jordan. Yeah, Lumberjack, but only Lumberjacks of my choosing. Uh, ladder match, but you're handcuffed with both arms tied behind your back. And OJ is special referee. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, if, you're, if you're being allowed to I'd choose pay, If you're JBL and you're loaded, I'd pay every cunt off. Everybody off. I'd be like, I'm paying ref Especially off. Especially when he's, after he's ripped off. that fucking arm off your liver yeah. without even trying. Oh, yeah. It was like, Oops. You get pound pound when you got that from. <laughs> uh, we go backstage with Animal giving uh, Hide and Shite uh, permission to paint his feints because you don't have oh, to be like one yeah. of us, but you've now got the haircut, so you must might as well get a face paint as well. well. I wonder if shoulder pads are going to get introduced at some point. I wonder. 
Um, we And then up next, it is more jobber action time as the Legion of Heidenreich 2005 go up against Josh Daniels and Damian Adams. Um, yeah, you know what happens. We'll move on. Um, well, did you notice what the size of the crowd just said, Droz. Like someone remembers the third best member of LOD. The fourth best member. I prefer Heidenreich to Droz. Droz is remembered because he had a really bad accident. Droz was terrible, Michael. Um, Randy Orton, he comes out for his big reasoning why he calls The Undertaker his number one contendership. I'm guessing because Takers want to know. Yes, Undertaker took away his chance at immortality at WrestleMania. So Orton will take away everything he can from Undertaker, including the chance to be world champion. Therefore, at this year's SummerSlam, he will get what he needs when he beats The Undertaker. But he demands answers right now and then panics when the gong strikes like everybody does. <laughs> right, Undertaker, I want you now. Come out of here. Gong. Shit, Undertaker's coming. I just love the VT they did. Like, with voice of like, I'll see you at SummerSlam, Randy. Rest in peace. But he's like, oh, he's fucking Microsoft PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> like, RKO tears, RIP. <laughs> and then we are backstage. We see an unidentified woman with an envelope. She arrived to see Eddie Guerrero. We get a bit of flirting and Eddie promises things will get hotter out there in the arena. Who's that? Is she the fucking Is mother? Is she the mother? Is she the mother? Is that Dom's what I thought. Is that Dom's mum? Up next, Christian versus Rey Mysterio in your main event. Um, Jericho Jericho uh, Rey Mysterio gets the victory with the 619 and dropping the dime um, it was a nice leg drop it back. was but it's all about post-match yeah because um, Eddie and potentially Dom's mum potentially Dom's mum although well, she doesn't look like she does seven kids um, but Eddie he's got two copies of bedtime stories one for me and one for you Rey Mysterio so he, uh, Rey Mysterio gets a copy of it he opens up the book inside it it's an envelope I feel like you should have written this down in a page in the book and not be an envelope. Why not yeah. just give him the envelope? Right, but in the envelope... it's supposed to be chapter two. It's official... It's in his book. It needs to be chapter two. It's official court documents. As Why not give Ray the, Eddie's envelope <laughs> and Eddie have the book? I know. None of it made sense. Um, but yeah, we've got custody papers. So a court has said that Dominic belongs to Eddie. So next week, Ray's bringing him to Eddie. Or maybe if Ray's nice enough... You might let him stay with him. What a bastard. Like, I don't even want that boy. But I want that boy because I want to fucking ruin your life. And by ruin your life, I'm going to take your boy away. And I'm going to make him a true Guerrero. <laughs> true Guerrero. I mean, 18 years too early on that. <laughs> but it, it worked. He's, Look at him now. He's, he's a true Guerrero now. He looks like Eddie. <laughs> I mean, he's got mama. He's got his mummy. He's got his own mama, Sita. That's it. That's he's it. He's a dickhead. <laughs> Um, Ray, he asked Eddie man to man to not hurt Dominic anymore. He even drops to his knees. But Eddie says that Anna is his attorney. And she just reminded Eddie that Eddie is the real father and he'll never lie to his kids. Dominic is the son that Eddie has longed for and he'll carry out the Guerrero legacy. See? I know, I agree, I agree. So why not try first one with Vicky? Because it's Vicky, would you want to put your dick in her? <laughs> yeah, fair point. <laughs> no, when he were off his tits all the time. For that reason alone. It's like, oh, fuck off, she's calling me Did again. Did he have any kids with Vicky? Did Eddie have any kids with Vicky? Two daughters. Oh, Shawl, didn't they? Yeah. Two daughters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Never had a son there. Yeah. Shawl, yeah, I forgot about her. Um, so, yeah, so next week Dominic's going to get handed over because that's how it works. That's how custody works. That's how custody works. Someone needs to ring the social services, Michael. 
Somebody really needs to ring. I think Child Protection Services are going to get involved in this, don't worry. Um, but yeah, that was SmackDown. What did you think? Are you ready for Chapter Three next week? Yeah. One point five. First story slide trend. One point five. One point five. Read that nice little blue paper. Oh, yeah. Read it. What's the matter, Holmes? Yeah, no. No pull it there. You can't read. Can't got your tongue. Oh, I guess I'll have to do it. See, that's right, Ray. What you're holding there are official custody papers. That means that next week you have to bring Dominic down because the courts have found that I am legally and biologically Dominic's True father! You're gonna have to bring him down and turn him over to me next week. But I'll tell you what, Holmes, I'm gonna give you a chance. If you can prove to me how much you love my son, Dominic. If you can convince me, then I just might. Then I just might let you keep him. Listen to me. Dominic is my son. My wife Angie and I have raised him for the past eight years. The first words to come out of his mouth were dad. And I was there. He called me. Dad. You know who taught him how to ride his first bicycle? I did, Eddie. When my son, Dominic, broke his arm, I took him to the hospital. I saw him cry. Who took care of him, Eddie? I did. Angie and I have raised Dominic. I love my son. And yes, we were gonna tell Dominic that Eddie Guerrero was his biological father. 
but not until he was old enough. We had to wait. That was the promise. We had to wait till he was old enough to understand. But no, you went ahead and opened your big mouth last week and made my son feel like he was six feet under the ground. My son, Dominic, is so depressed right now. He ran away from me last week. He hasn't said a word since last week. Now I'm telling you this, I'm begging you, Eddie, please don't hurt Dominic anymore. It's not about us anymore, it's about him. And I'm begging you, man to man, please don't hurt my son anymore. Are you ready to Michael for some more Monday Night Raw? It is August the 8th, 2005. We're at the Mellon Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with just over 11,000 people in attendance. Here comes Eugene and Christy Hemi for the gold medal Eugene Invitational. But first, Eugene in a Hulk Hogan shirt needs to talk to brothers about brothers. So he wants to tell you how awesome Hogan is. Christy says that this is about Eugene, though, and he does have a, a, a give me an E deal, only to have Kurt interrupt. Angle says he's in his he's the hometown hero tonight and this Big week pop. he's getting his medals back. Big pop. I knew he'd get the respect he deserved here in his hometown of Pittsburgh. Enough's enough, Eugene. I, I'm tired of this Eugene invitational crap. Do you know where you are? Do you know where you are? You're in my hometown, baby. I'm the hometown hero here. This is Kurt Angle City, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. Listen to this crowd. Eugene's about as welcome as the Cleveland Browns. These people don't look at Hulk Hogan as a hero because they already have one. See, Pittsburgh want to see Angle win gold. Yes. Uh, because Last I, time Kurt Angle win gold in Pittsburgh. Six. That's it. No, in Pittsburgh. Oh, no, Jared, Georgia, weren't it? I don't know. Stone Cold. Ah, unforgiven. Yes, of course. You know, just after 9-11. And as you can imagine, the fans were not on Eugene's side. They were very much on Kurt Angle's side. Um, Angle says Pittsburgh doesn't need Hulk Hogan when they have him. Um, they get into an argument on whether or not Eugene is a gold medalist. Um, Eugene isn't happy with Angle swearing. <laughs> so we start the match. You said the word. Uh, Eugene is sent face first into the buckle and that's enough to fire him up. Uh, Angle grabs the released German, but that's cut off. Uh, Angle slam escaped. Angle charges into the referee, gets a DQ, so the medals stay on Eugene. Fuck's sake. Angle got screwed over in his hometown. He screwed himself. <laughs> he screwed himself. 
Um, after the match, Angle destroys Eugene, but Hulk Hogan makes the save. With Angle, the hometown hero, getting beat up by Hulk Hogan. And of course, we get posing by Eugene and Hogan. And, and brother, I, brother, brother, brother. Because it's, we're, we're in Make-A-Wish fucking life. Brother, brother, brother. Make-A-Wish territory with Eugene. Like, he's, he's now managed, he's got, he's an Olympian, he's Olympian. I think Hogan thinks he actually is a special kid. Oh, 100%, oh, 100%. He thinks he's doing a Make-A-Wish. Uh, 100%. Um, up next, Shelton Benjamin versus Chris Masters. Right, what's Shelton done wrong here? Because Masters wins with Maslock, of course he does. Well, right. Shelton's not going to be on to break the Maslock, is he? Why not? It'd be great for him, but... Why not? It's, I just think it's a joke, our Shelton's being tripped. I think it's disgusting how Shelton's being checked. He's pissed off somebody backstage. Yeah. 100%. Shelton could have easily just counted in a Maslock attempt into a power slam. But one of the most protected finishers in the whole of professional wrestling at the minute. Um, we see backstage with Kurt Angle, he's leaving Bischoff's office. and He's got another shot at the medals at SummerSlam, but there's no time limit, so Angle can hurt him as much as he wants. Um, Rob Conway, just look at me, um, isn't worried about Viscera, and he hits on Maria. Viscera comes in and asks Conway if he's part of the village people and he belts out a bit of YMCA. Um, a bro nearly starts, but Viscera threatens Viagra before leaving. Um, and JR's like, is that what you're taking, King? <laughs> um, we get a recap of Matt Hardy's invasion and then we see Edge and Lita think, they think that rehiring Matt is brilliant because now he can do whatever he wants to Matt at SummerSlam. Well, yeah. I mean, Matt's been jumping from behind. Edge wants to fight him face to face. True that. He says Matt's promo last week was pathetic because he should have been able to manage so much after what he'd been through. Um, Edge points to his eyes and says that the passion, intensity. Uh, Lita left Matt for him after Matt never proposed in six years. Yeah, six years, no ring. It's a long time, innit? <laughs> See, Matt really should be thanking Edge because he'd never got reactions like this until he rode Edge's coattails in the main event. I mean, true fact. <laughs> um, Edge was facing main event as well. Matt was defending the Cruiserweight title. True fact. Yep. Uh, Matt is now out here because his girlfriend fell in love with a main eventer. Uh, we're 13 minutes into Matt's 15 minutes of fame and time is up at SummerSlam. Um, intense. I mean, Edge. intense. Tell me the lies. <laughs> tell, tell me, me the lies. lies. Tell me I'm telling a lie. Where's the lie? <laughs> Where's the lie? Oh, Impact Wrestling. <laughs> but everything Edge was saying, spot on true. Not a single oh, lie. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, no. Not one single lie told. Matt Hardy's a bum. <laughs> He's a bum. He's always so been. Right, out of, out of the, the Trinity of the tags. The t- three tax teams that everyone thinks are from the late nineties and two thousands. Matt Hardy is bottom, second bottom. Ah, uh, bottom, bottom. Yeah. Like, well, I think we spoke about this before, didn't we? Um, saying that if you go with every member of it's like Edge and Jeff at the, the top, the Dudleys. Yeah, the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Matt uh, and Edge and Christian. The three tag teams known for Edge and wrestling. Jeff at the top. Yeah. Um, Bubba, Christian, Devon, Matt Hardy. Yeah. I'd go with that. Or maybe Christian over Bubba. Maybe, you may be Edge, put, Edge, Jeff, Christian, Bubba. I was put Bubba and Christian, mainly because of Bully Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bully yeah, Ray's a bu- fucking bu- great heel. Yeah, Bully Ray, yeah. But definitely... He's like, I don't give a fuck driving when we're not outside. Right, definitely Matt Hardy's bottom. And that's like, he's saying like, even worse than Devon. <laughs> Devon weren't great. <laughs> but yeah not for me he's Matt Hardy and you can see why this push doesn't go very far because in theory 
who should be coming back at SummerSlam, whooping Edge, whooping him all over and getting the victory. And yeah. then we push Edge on. Uh, and we push Matt Hardy on. And then maybe when Edge cashes in money in the bank, uh, Matt Hardy either stops him from cashing in or when he does cash in, his first opponent for the title is Matt Hardy. Big world title fight. No. Edge beats him here. He beats him next month for Unforgiven. And Matt Hardy's push is done. Well, I can't remember what Matt does after that. Um, goes to SmackDown and fuels with MVP. Or is that next year? That's soon. That's not year. long till MVP comes. That's next year. I'm man. coming! Because that, that's Matt's match at SummerSlam. With MVP. So yeah. it's next year's SummerSlam then. Hmm, be interesting to see what he does in the next 12 months then. Four hole. Mm. Um, up next, a couple of terrible matches. Uh, Rob Conway and Viscera. Uh, Conway gets the victory after Viscera's leg giveaway. And then after that, Hurricane Rosie and Stacey Keebler versus the Heartthrobs and Victoria. Um, well, something we've not seen for a while, the tag champs. Yes, but they're not in a tag team match, they're in a, they're in a trios. Yeah. Or a six-man. Nice to see Victoria and Stacey. Of course, always nice to see Stacey. Always. 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 Um, but double STO finishes Rosie. Um, yeah, the tag champs lose. To the heart, so I'm guessing at SummerSlam that we're having the Heartthrobs versus the tag champs. Pretty sure. It's got to be Sunday night, eat, hasn't it? Got to be. Got to be. At most. <laughs> um, it is time for the highlight reel. Um, we get a, The pyro seems to go off a bit later than Jericho expected. He <laughs> kind of gets cut off mid-sentence. Um, his guest this week is Bischoff, who of course is Jericho's close friend. Uh, they shake hands. Um, we find out tonight, uh, seeing as music, uh, he's going to get a music video premiere tonight, right now. Banging tune. Banging tune. I'm going to play it now. Reminds me so much of like mid 2000s yeah. hip hop, sort of with that whiny female voice singing the chorus. <laughs> it's so good. I loved it. See, that's the kind of rap I like. Yeah, it was good. It's so good. Um, Bishop says he's not happy about what happened last week, um, and it's due to the referee Chad Patton who counted the pin. So we get Chad Patton versus Chris Jericho. Because of course we do. <laughs> because of course we do. Um, Chatton. Uh, Chatton, <laughs> that's Chad Patton, Chatton. Uh, Patton taps to the walls, uh, Bischoff taking his time to call the bell, 
Um, after the match, Jericho won't let go, so Cena makes the big save, including a mistimed shoulder tackle yeah. to Collier that kind of took Devastating his knees Devastating shoulder out. block to Collier's toes. <laughs> took his knees out. <laughs> um, and after the ma- after the break, uh, Bischoff makes Cena versus Carlito and Jericho for a bit later on. So is this the main event of Raw now? Just Cena and Jericho, that's it. Just And Carlito's there as well. God, we need Triple H got, to come back. You've got to have your intercontinental ta- champion on TV. We don't give a, we don't give a fuck about having the tag champs on TV. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah. And why not? Let's have some more Diva Search action. Uh, Crystal gets cut. Mrs. Bobby Lashley. Um, but everyone had the chance to get the fans' votes in. Um, they all got cream on their faces. Yes. Um, but Ashley gave a phone number away. Good girl. And they, ble- they blurred it and bleeped the number out. Do you know why? Except for the actual it number. It was her actual phone number, Michael. I know. Yes. <laughs> I did just try and find it and read it. Um, so, after, after looking at... Well, they, yeah, apparently, I, I don't know when this article was that I found on the internet, but according to PW Insider, the numbers yelled up, 516-644-9878, actually leads to the Nextel voicemail of a man named Austin. At this point, the voicemail is full, so no one would be able to actually leave a message. An update on that, according to readers, had one called prior to the voicemail filling up, he would have received a message from Ashley asking for their vote. However, because Ashley seemingly did not record a separate message for the voicemail is full alert, she now appears to have no connection to the phone number whatsoever. Although this can be obviously... Although this can obviously no longer be confirmed, assuming it's true, Ashley does indeed know Austin and made an attempt to provide a legitimate phone number for the fans. Update on the update on the update. According to AshleyMassaro.com, that was a thing, um, the phone number she gave out on Raw was indeed her own cell phone number. Those behind the website claim that Austin was the previous owner of the phone. His voice has since been removed from the voicemail message. Why not? Give the fucking number out. Do you want me to get people to vote for me? All the fucking little fucking fat knobheads sat in mum's basements. I'm bringing fucking Ashley Massaro. <laughs> Bless. It worked for her. It worked for her. She she won. Um, Up next, Matt Hardy versus Snitsky. Uh, Twist of Fate gets the victory for Matt. Um, Post-match, Edge runs in, uh, jumps Matt, refs break it up. Um, Matt jumps Edge, refs break it up. So at least they are trying to add that this is a serious element of blood feud, even though I still think, I said this ages ago, I feel like it's too late because they've made up backstage. And now what you see now is not, it's fake intensity. I, they should have brought Matt. They should have never let Matt go. And they should have set Matt off on edge. There's him that shag your ass. Get him. Do you know what I mean? If they wanted it that way. Obviously they didn't because he probably would have killed Edge. Legit killed him. But I don't know. Fake intensity. It's, it's not the same. It's not the same. Not the same at all. That's why they let him cut that promo last week. To add some realism. Yes. Very true. Um, up next, John Cena introduces his new music video for right now. Fuck it, play it again. It's fucking great. Yeah. Can't help but feel it. Can't help but feel this one. Uh, uh, yeah. 
Excuse me for a minute while I lighten the mood. Just clap with me like the lightning do. Yeah, a bit of soul food that you be biting into. And if you feel me, then I'm writing for you. Uh huh. Right now, put another coat of wax on the ride. For a minute, put the beef and the gats to the side. Cause this track's got a vibe to chill to. Enjoy life for five minutes, man. It's not gonna kill you. It's okay to be hard and stay true, man. But at the end of the day, we are human. This one's for you, the ones that you're close to. Show some love, it's what you're supposed to. Right now, forget the ends and the bends. Pop a cold one, man. Toast it with your real friends. Call your folks, tell them you tight now. Cause everything looking pretty good right now. On your hips aside, this whole vibe gonna change, give way with fame. But sometimes the more it changes, stay the same. Relax, baby. Right now you here and sit back, baby, with a round of beer. And cheer to those friends you crowded near. For those passed on in spirit, they there. It's gonna be what it must. Break bread with your crew. If you got kids, take the crust. It's all love, baby. Tell your girl she's strong. And whisper in the ear after dinner is on. And take it slow, baby. Um, it's time now for the big main event argument, debate is a word they like to use sometimes, don't they? Between Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan with We're Jerry... Stand behind the podium and talk. Jerry Lord and mediating. Um, as Shawn says, it's nice for you to show up, Hogan. <laughs> but yeah, back and forth, back and forth, ends with a super kick. Yeah. From brother, 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 brother. Um, there's not much, I think, that th- this feud peaked when Sean turned on him yeah, and then did the Larry King segment because I think that Larry Kingman segment should have been saved for the Raw after, uh, next week's Raw, the Raw before SummerSlam. Yes. Yeah, the final. That should have been saved for the That should have been saved, yeah. You could have had this, you could have had this and then had that next week because I feel like now we've had Sean taking the piss out of Hogan. We've had Hogan trying to give a bit back. Didn't really work. So where do we go next week? Is Hogan going to have a match? And then Sean gets involved in. So, yeah. What do we do? What do we do? Where do we go from here? Uh, we get a big fight, though. Uh, we get a super kick to Jerry Lawler, Texas super kick, bless his heart. Um, the fight's on. Take it. Hogan, big boot, throws Sean outside. A lot of posing as Raw goes off the air. Yeah, he didn't really add anything else. No. It just recycled. Brother, 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 brother. Brother, brother, words brother. That they've used before. Brother, 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 brother. Let me talk to you, mean Gene. Um, so yeah, that was Raw. There's one more Raw left. Um, are they how they're doing the job? Are they hyping you for Smack uh, for SummerSlam? Oh yeah, we're building SummerSlam, aren't we? No, we're building SummerSlam. Yes, I didn't know if you, you were aware. We're building to an event. I wouldn't have known. Maybe. I thought it, it was like. I thought this was Just like continuous episode. I thought this Raw was building to a SmackDown pay per view. <laughs> I thought the SmackDowns were building to a Raw pay per view. That's it. Yeah, but they always say they're better, though, and these aren't great, so no one's building to anything. We're building to um, AEW, the collision. Now CM Punk's fucked off, we can all wrestle there now. <laughs> He's not blacklisted at all. Do you mean I can't wrestle? Oh, Phil, not like you. All right, fair enough. <laughs> hey, Colt, how are you doing? <laughs> right, smack of the down then, Michael. August the 11th, 2005, in the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. Opening match, Booker T versus Joey Mercury. 
Yeah. Well, it's book of one. Because why not? Yeah. Flapjack, spinneroonie, bookend, finish, cat fight with the peacemaker. Can you do it? Yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah. Um, Mercury rolls up for a two. Axe kick gets book of the victory. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Can you dig it, sucker? Not really. <laughs> Not really. Uh, I feel like a sucker sitting through this. Um, we see the Peep Show uh, with Peep Show, Jeremy. Great set. His sets improved from last week. Uh, Christian wastes no time bringing out Batista as this week's guest, and the fans they love it. Big pop for Big Dave. Um, Christian can't believe that the biggest draft pick isn't on SummerSlam. Batista certainly is though, and we hear about the match with JBL. But that's not cool with Christian, and he's going to be beating Batista tonight. <laughs> and Batista's like you talking to me. <laughs> He's oh, just riding his pre-mania VC, isn't he? And do you not spoil that they're going forward at the end of the match, uh, at the end of the show, sorry, Christian Batista, he held his own. Christian, he does. He just held his well, own. He did last time the other match. Yeah, yeah. A row. Mm. Um, up next, Legion of Heidenscheidt versus Scotty Sabre and Jason Static. Uh, are these guys on the PWI Top 500 list? I think Jason Static was. <laughs> Non-title, of course. Uh, boss man slab onto Sabre I think it was uh, animal clothesline power slam doomsday device one two three really yeah. to repeat for the last two weeks no, I don't know I don't know uh, Randy Orton he's returning to the ring tonight and he demands to know who his opponent is but Teddy Long says you like surprises I've got a surprise for you Mush they'll find out when they get to the ring an hour before you were going to go you're going to go one on one with Undertaker I'm like well he's not because in a fortnight he's going to <laughs> I was trying to think who's a good who's a good event then. And he says who's... your opponent is going to be someone that Undertaker's got history with, a former WWE superstar. And I'm thinking, hmm, hmm. snooker. Who are we going to bring out? Oh no, it's fucking, fucking the the it, non the not certainly not racist gimmick. Yeah, the the non scary scary man accompanied by his handler Kimshi, the making his return to WWE. The cannibal. Kamala. <laughs> the Ugandan giant now, cannibal. Kamala has probably not been seen on WWE TV since... Give it back on Royal Mania 17? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say before that would be 92 when he got in the coffin match with Undertaker when he fucked Jeff. Uh, so yeah, gimmick battle royal. So he's, well, Kamala, why not? But my issue is a, a fat bloke that slaps his belly with a bit of war paint on. How's Randy Orton supposed to be terrified? How was Ken he how was the Undertaker terrified? Yeah, but Gangrel's a vampire. He could suck me blood. Like, what's Kamala going to do? He's a, exactly. He's a giant from Uganda. Vampire's more scary than <laughs> Kamala. That's it. Um, RKO, of course. Um, ah, Kimchi gets one of them. Yeah, but then the lights go out. No contest. And we get um, the same PowerPoint presentation yeah, from last smoke week. Smoke fills up the ring. Uh, we did a cool visual, but nothing gets said. No, there's no words. Yeah, just, same, same PowerPoint presentation, though. Yeah, just be scared, Randy. Be scared. And then so, we... Ooh, I'm scared of a repeat. And then we see a woman from Child Protection Services. I told uh, you that she was gonna, they were going to turn They up. need social... No, someone had to drink social. Uh, she's here to observe Eddie and Dominic um, to decide what to do for best. Eddie says that she'll hear what's going on. Um, Eddie comes out with the social worker... Um, uh, funny that he got the name wrong and then he were like I want to bring Dominic home um, because my home's full of compassion and honesty and truth and it like it hurt him to say these words <laughs> it really did um, but what I don't get like they're saying like they're making out like this feud's all about the fact that Eddie has never beat Ray yeah he has <laughs> it's not 
It's not about that, though. It's about the custody of a child, Michael. It's about Eddie wants his son back. He wants his boy back. Who cares about the wrestling? No one cares about that anymore. He but that's what boy Miz, they're saying. Like, you can't beat... Miz, like, you can't beat me. It's like, he's like, yeah, I can. Miz, like, this is why you've got an issue, because you can't beat me. Like, and then he's he, beat you before. And then he's like, oh, I see. You're a chicken shit, aren't you? It's like, ah, oh, that's the angle we're going with. I'm going to push him into fighting with me because he's a pussy hole. You know, you're a chicken shit, you're a chicken shit. And then obviously Eddie finally agrees to fight him, the custody of Dominic. And then Eddie's like, I don't care what was going to happen at SummerSlam. <laughs> Dominic's coming on with me tonight, I'm his dad. And social worker's like, I got him in here. Nah, neither of you. And she goes, you're fucking crazy. Jerry, Jerry. So that's it. Graham steps in from Jeremy Kyle's show. Says Dominic is going to have to come with us this evening. So I'm guessing Dominic is going to be with a foster family until SummerSlam. Until... So the social services, yeah, they do take him away, but they're happy for his custody to be decided in a wrestling match. That, that, that's a legit way of settling things. Well, obviously. Obviously. Apparently, it's, it's, well, you know why? Because, because wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> Obviously. Um, speaking of wrestling, a wrestler's wrestler, William Regal, is teaming up with Scotty Two Jobby, Jesus, to go up against the Mexicans. No, they're not Mexicans. They're Mexico. Um, Regal was disturbed by the idea of Scotty's worm. I liked that when they went earlier today. Um, it turns into a handicap match because Regal was like, ah, I ain't fucking get involved with this shit. Fuck you, little shirtlifter. Yeah, <laughs> so they hammer the Mexicans. Uh, sorry, they're not Mexicans, they're... Mexicals. That's the one. Uh, they hammer Scotty Two Jobby. But again, where's any of this going? Like I said, they interfered in two Regal matches previously. Yep. And now Regal's like... Yeah, but they're, they're gardeners. There you are, that's... They're gardeners who flip, but Vince don't want them to flip no more. So now they're just gardeners. Do you know I mean? I don't understand what they're going to do. Juice can't do his moves because he does moonsaults and stuff. So does psychosis. So does stupid crazy. But Vince says, I can't have you flipping no more. So now they're just going to be Regal's slaves. I don't know. I, don't, I want to see where this goes. I'm intrigued to see where gardeners go. Uh, we see Ray and Angie, they're crying. They're pissed, not happy. Dom Dom's gone to care. Uh, and then we see Gillian Hall with the blemish. She challenges Booker and Charmel to a mixed tag match against Mercury and Melina. But don't look at my face. Don't look don't at my face. face. Up next, Michael, they show John Cena's Right Now music video, which I'm going to play again. Yeah. Can't help but feel it. Can't help but feel this one. Excuse me for a minute while I lighten the mood. Just clap with me like the lightning do. Yeah, uh, a bit of soul food that you be biting into. And if you feel me, then I'm writing for you. Uh-huh. Right now, put another coat of wax on the ride. For a minute, put the beef and the gats to the side. Cause this track's got a vibe to chill to. Enjoy life for five minutes, man. It's not gonna kill you. It's okay to be hard and stay true, man. But at the end of the day, we are human. This one's for you, the ones that you're close to. Show some love, it's what you're supposed to. Right now, forget the ends and the bends. Pop a cold one, man, toast it with your real friends. Call your folks, tell them you tight now. Cause everything looking pretty good right now.
so good. It is. <laughs> so good. It actually is. <laughs> so, make him a new fucking ringtone. Fuck it. <laughs> um, up next, Chris Benoit versus Simon Dean. Someone That someone Dean does not need to sell his Simon system to mm-hmm. Benoit. He calls Benoit a flabby Wolverine. <laughs> and says he's never seen the inside of a gym. I think he has. <laughs> Numerous times. I think, I think that... The image of it, the inside of a gym is burned into Benoit's brain. Oh, yes. Might be the last uh, thing he ever sees. Three Germans, cross face, fast tap. Uh, a little bit above a squash match, that was. A little bit above a squash match. Uh, well, it's... look who's in the ring. Who's, who's going to win? That is very true. You really true. think they're going to go with the upset? That is very true. Uh, up next, main event time. Christian versus Batista. I said Christian, he held his own. This to give this match a bit of time. It had about fifteen yeah. minutes. And Christian held his own. Christian's not doing fuck all, so no. And he's not on SummerSlam, so we got to do give, give him, him some time. Through. Well, he's get, just been get drafted. His money's worth out of him. He's been drafted, and so we need to keep him in program. Get his money's worth out of him. Mm. But you know, JBL could be reminded about stage. You've not promoted SummerSlam yet. Exactly. Um, Batista, he batters him towards the end of the match. Um, Spinebuster, that sets up JBL to come out for DQ. Um, Christian offers a distraction. JBL gets a chair shot to the head, a bunch of chair shots to the back. Keeps Batista town as SmackDown goes off the air. JBL looking all smug and smiley and dickheadish. As, uh, yeah, SmackDown goes off the air. What did you make? 1.5? Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like you're enjoying these SmackDowns, Michael. <laughs> What's giving it away? Um, now, coming off SmackDown, Michael, I've probably got the best bit of dirt sheet news you're ever going to hear. Ever going to hear. Andrew Test Martin has opened up an official website at andrewtestmartin.com and he's been answering tons of fans' questions for him on the comment board. He made a shocking revelation in regards to his storyline with Stephanie McMahon back in 99 when a fan asked him a question about Vince Russell. Test, he says that Vince Russo, not left, had he not left for WCW in October of that year, the original plan for the conclusion of the storyline was Stephanie um, to say I do at the wedding, but before he said I do, he said, actually, I can't marry you because I'm already married to your mum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they can't confirm nor deny this because obviously Test is dead. Um, I'll have to check with Twitter. I think Test is still dead. Um, but yeah, and Test obviously during this time was on a lot of drugs. So you don't know if how much of it's true, but I would love that. Like, Stephanie, like, you don't get on the Triple H stuff where you got her saying, I do, and Test is like, no, I don't because I'm married to your mum. <laughs> but Linda's somehow to Vince. I don't know where they were going to go with it. Yeah. Vince Russo in it. It could have gone anywhere. Key standards, uh, bollocks. And also, according to uh, Pro Wrestling Torch, young Dominic Mysterio is currently suffering from emotional distress related to the angle with his dad and Eddie. Uh, while he's obviously heavily briefed as to its fiction, sources indicate that between witnessing his father cry, Eddie Guerrero portraying a heartless villain, and thousands of live fans selling the angle as legitimate, it would be impossible for someone in Dominic's position not to experience some of the trauma. Uh, the custody battle, which is the latest development, development in an ongoing feud between Guerrero and Mysterio, will lead to another match between the two at SummerSlam. The backstage reaction to the on-air performance has been overwhelmingly... overwhelmingly can't say it. It's been positive. Overwhelmingly. <laughs> That's the word. Um, a reaction that goes hand in hand with the fact that the segments continue to draw very well on SmackDown. So, 
as much as they are giving a lot of time into the storyline, it's obviously proving worthwhile because they're getting, they're getting the ratings. Time, it's all about, the, all about them ratings. All well, about them it, ratings. It's these two. They're always going to do a great job. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they're always going to turn chicken shit into chicken salad. Oh, yes. yes definitely. But I just think, wait. I don't know. It's this story. It's, it's just a weird storyline, isn't it? It's weird. But, but we are in the era of weird storylines. And looking at it with 2023 eyes, it's still being paid off to this day. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. 18 years later, it's still getting Storyline continuity, that. <laughs> On that note, then, are you ready for the final Monday Night Raw before Summer of the Slam? It is August the 15th, 2005. We are are at the Bell Centre in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. You screwed Brett. You screwed fucking Brett. (laughs) You screwed Brett. It's go home and here's Shawn Michaels. Let it fucking go, Canada. Of course it is. Um, Shawn, he tries to smooth things over a bit by belting out his own version of O Canada. Great version. Uh, (laughs) um, Shawn starts talking about the memories of Survivor Series 97. The fans are getting pissed and pissed and pissed. Um, on that day, he handed Brett his most miserable defeat. Uh, so we get a big We Want Brett chant. Sean, you're not getting Brett because I screwed Brett. Sean says if Brett had any guts, he'd walk down that ramp tonight. He'd screw Brett again because Brett screwed. And then Brett's music hit. Now, during this time, obviously Brett's in talks with them over the DVD and everything else. So there was a chance he could appear. We spoke about it before where they were talking about potentially Brett signing back with WWE. Oh no, this was just Shawn Michaels being Shawn Michaels, being the dickhead that he is, winding up the fans, and oh my God, did it work. They wanted to kill him. That was a big pop. Kill him. Kill him. But imagine, right, 
Brett comes out and he's like, Sean, I know we've had our differences over the years, but it's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> and then they hug each other in that. <laughs> I hope you kick Hulk Hogan's ass yeah, in SummerSlam. Yeah. Revenge me for WrestleMania 9. <laughs> um, Could you imagine how the crowd would have reacted? Oh, they were like, what the fuck, Brett? Yeah. Um, Sean says he's going to talk about how he's everything the fans wish he could be, uh, wish they could be. He uses his live microphone to do whatever he wants, and that's what Hulk Hogan doesn't like about him either. He's unlike anyone Hogan has ever faced. Now Hogan comes out, Sean freaks out, freaks out again. This time he takes off his jacket, drops to his knees, but then he kneels over in laughter. Talking about, it was funny to torture you once, but I got you fucking twice. After that, you bastards. <laughs> Um, I love it the fans are telling Sean to shut the fuck up yeah they'll they'll bleep the holy shit chance but not shut the fuck up (laughs) and Sean asks if they'll teach their kids to speak that way Hogan can try his one move on Sunday and he'll find out what happens just ask Brett ooh wanker dickhead heel dickhead Sean is best Sean oh it's fantastic it's fantastic babyface Sean is a bit cringy especially modern day Babyface Sean because it's Jesus Christ, Father of the Lord, and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Sean being a dickhead, Sean being a cocky cunt, Sean That's being a what prick. Needs to be. That's exactly how Sean's first character is in being a prick. Um, up next, it's the special needs hour again. Uh, Big Show defeats the heart drops, heart throbs in a two one handicap match. Yeah, one guy single handedly beats the team that beat the tag champs last week. True that, true that. And then Eugene um, is. Goes on one on one the Olympic gold medal challenge against the hotel hero, Rene Red. No Fifi, whose <laughs> oh, man's facial hair is so black, he's dyed it so dark. I know, <laughs> so dark. He's um, well, fucking dodgy at all. Kurt Angle, you won't, you won't leave him around the clubhouse. No, no, no. <laughs> Kurt Angle runs into DQ in about ten seconds. Um, after the match, Angle destroys Eugene. Rants about how much he's going, what he's going to do to him to take his medals back on Sunday. He didn't want to say special person. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to smash your retard brain. <laughs> Off your retard head. Uh, we look back at Collie Owen Jericho beating up referee Chad Patton last week until Cena makes the save. And then it's time for part one of the Diva Search finale. Fuck part one. Ashley wins the Diva Search, Michael. We yeah. have we have a new Diva that we've searched for. She used to be fucking careful bouncing that dress. <laughs> Fuck you, you know. She's always been a bit uh, voluptuous with her, with her outfits as well, or Ashley Massaro. So, uh, are we going to be reviewing their playboy when it comes out? Oh, 100%. 100%. It's different settings, though. Not, not at the same time. <laughs> um, Carlito and Jericho versus John Cena. Um, Bischoff's here as the Canadian flag bearer. Team Canada. Team Canada. Uh, Inzaguri into the walls. I've seen her in trouble, but he kicks Jericho into Carlito, which apparently counted as a tag. Um, the real comeback, though, is on as Bischoff is nearly breaking the flag at inside. He's getting pissed off. Cena sends Jericho to the apron, hits the FU on Carlito for the pin because Carlito needs to lose again. And obviously, we can't have Jericho lose. Can't have Jericho lose because he's going to lose on Sunday. Very true. Very true. Um, and then after the match, Jericho he smashes Cena in the face. Nice sound, that chair, mate. Yeah, Dush. <laughs> make a good noise that's one thing I do like I've said this before I understand that we don't have chair shots to the head because it's oh, chair shots Jesus. to the head but, but the noise it makes is brilliant <laughs> ding give um, us a noise so then Diva Search bollocks Ashley wins Radira. and up next it's former brother-in-law's battle as Edge versus Val Venus yep 
And Lita is here with Edge, um, meaning Val Venus gets the stronger reaction that he's had for fucking ages. <laughs> Hometown hero is Val Venus tonight. Well, also, like you said, like it's Montreal, the Smarks. Absolutely. So they know that Edge's ex is yeah. Val's sister. Yeah, and that Lita's a slag. Um, but why is Val like not like, wait, I don't give a fuck if Val what's coming. You fuck my sister. Come here, you come. That's it, yeah, yeah, none of that shit. None of that shit. No, 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 just normal. Hey, ladies, <laughs> you must see my dick. <laughs> the spear sets up the educator and it makes Valvinus tap. Uh, and then we go backstage and we've got Hurricane and Rob Conway arguing over Stacey Keebler and that leads to Hurricane versus just... Fighting over Stacey Keebler, I mean... Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, thanks, but I've already got a man. It's like, you had the man when you had test. Yes. You got rid of that. And now you could have just... Um, Ego Trip gets the victory. Uh, no, it doesn't. Sorry, the Ego Trip sets up the top rope elbow. So the Conway. The, so the Ego Trip is the Conway. Is the setup to the Conway. That's it. Um, so yeah, Rob Conway gets a victory over one half of the tag champions. If only he had a tag partner and they could go after the belts. Yeah, if only. <laughs> if only. It's not like he was part of a successful tag team. Well, say successful. <laughs> up next, main event time. This one surprised me, this, because I didn't think Hogan had any matches on TV in this, like, this like, build-up. I thought his only matches... Was Sean. Yeah. Because uh, uh, it is Hulk Hogan going up against Kurt fucking Angle. I'm like, yes. King of the Ring 2002 uh, rematch. America versus America. Uh, we get a lot of posing before the bell. A lot of fucking posing. Um, the head outside... Actually, I quite liked how, before the head outside, Hogan, had beat down Angle, and he took his bandana off and his glasses, his glasses put on Angle. angle. Uh, and then, right. the, the punch just... He saw Angle the glass off, flew off. But yeah. the bandana just flew yeah, off straight away. Great. Absolutely great. Um, angle slam um, that uh, triggers the whole cup because, of course, it does. Uh, big boot, leg drop, but Sean runs in for the DQ. Um, after the match, Sean loads up switching music, but instead puts the sharp shoot, sharpshooter on because, of course, we're in Canada. If Angle will lay down for a while for that big boot. Mm. Like, knock, knock him clean out, maybe. <laughs> angle must be. Later thinking, fuck's sake, hurry the fuck up, Sean. <laughs> not good, not good, but just like these last four episodes of Raw were <laughs> not good. What did you make? How many Mavens? Well, I was probably thinking the same angle. Hurry the fuck up, 1.5. 1.5, and who would be star of the show for Raw these last four weeks? Michaels. Michaels? I'd, I'd agree there. With M- Eugene, because... Eugene is a sl- close second. Yeah, yeah, an angle. Yeah, them, them three. Yeah, definitely. Because you know they're the best things that've been promoted. Yes, obviously they've been promoting the WWE title as well. But the thing, I think there's there's been a bit more um, sort of emphasis on in ring stuff on Raw, and SmackDown's been very promo story heavy, story heavy, very yeah. storyline heavy. But I suppose we are building up to SummerSlam and we're building up some big stories. We've just so. had a, a SmackDown pay view. Exactly, exactly. Whereas Raw, their last preview was Vengeance. Mm. Just as every one of you knows, in life, the truth always comes out. And the truth always prevails over lies. So I, 
at SummerSlam this Sunday, I'm going to climb up this ladder. Not because I want to hurt Rey Mysterio, or not because I want revenge on Rey Mysterio. But I'm going to climb this ladder for every father that loves his son. I'm going to climb this ladder for my father, Gori Guerrero. I'm going to climb this ladder for my brothers. I'm going to climb this ladder for Dominic Guerrero, who is going to be the best Guerrero of us all. So Dominic, smile, son. And don't be scared anymore. Because as of Sunday, SummerSlam, you're going to come home with Poppy. Anyway then, last SmackDown. August the 18th, 2005, in the Air Canada Centre in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. With 7,500 people in attendance. The go-home show for SummerSlam. Are we going to have more chapters of Eddie's book? Will social hand over Dominic? Only time will tell. Here's Eddie. He's uh, sitting on a ladder. It's a common mistake to make. <laughs> I mean, it is. father and son, they look alike. As the match with Mysterio is now a ladder match for the custody of Dominic. Um, Eddie says Teddy Long was right and the ladder match is the only solution. Dominic's because Eddie can't pin him on pay-per-view. True that. Dominic's custody papers will be hanging above the ring. <laughs> I'd be better if it would have been Dominic hanging above the ring. <laughs> shark cage. <laughs> yeah. you got to unlock him from the shark cage. Um, Eddie will no, be... you got to unlock the shark cage and he just drops it in. <laughs> Eddie will be the one to climb the ladder and claim Dominic for himself. See... Eddie loves his son and the truth always prevails over lies. On Sunday, he's going to climb the ladder because for every father that loves his son, Eddie starts climbing and dedicates it to his father, his brother and Dominic, who will be the best Guerrero, Guerrero of them all. Uh, so smile, son, because as of Sunday, Dominic is coming home to Pappy. <laughs> love it. Love it. I love his delivery of when he's saying that So bit. evil. He's more creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social ain't ever going to let you have him, mate. I'm telling you now. Ever let you. You do not love your son. But social will come straight for you. Yeah, you do not love your son. Up next, Melina and Joe Mercury versus Booker T and Charmel. More mixed tag action. Um, I feel like Booker T needs to find himself a tag partner. Yeah. That's not busy at SummerSlam. And have a tag match against them and them. Well, often it'd be his tag team. I mean, Benoit's not been booked for SummerSlam, has he? Ring there, Steven. Now then, Stevie, play up too much. All of me, one more time. Ash, ash, ah, ah, go, go. It's old theme music. Ash, ash, ah, ah, go, go. Still it's the same theme music that they've got. Ah, there. it's better. There was more fire with Harlem Heat. Lord's more fire. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I just, it. Melina gets the victory. Dirty tactics again. Feet on the rope. 
we have cat fights. Charmel then, it, it, are we, is it turning into a divorce angle now? Because we go backstage and Charmel's be like, like, where are we? Where are we? Laying in it. I was so a loser. Them two fuckers are outside. Laying in on him, being a losing cunt. And then we see uh, the Juice coming up to Benoit, talks bollocks about him, how he's more athletic. And Benoit's like, <laughs> all right, I'll see you on Sunday and I'm going to take that strap. So, Benoit is a got match. So, we've got as much build on. We've got just as much build for SummerSlam as we have for Gab. Yes. For the US title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One segment. Well, I know they had the tag match a couple of weeks ago, or last week, with uh, Booker so T and Benoit. So they've had a bit of interaction. Twice as much interaction. Yeah, they've had a bit of interaction. Twice as much interaction at this point. Mm. So that means there's got to be a third match and whatever's after. So if Benoit already's got a match tonight, well, who's going to get involved? 100%. My money would be on that. Um, up next, well, we're backstage still. Animal gives Heidenreich his own set of spikes. Because, of course, he fucking does. And it's uh, very emotional. Very, like, I tear in my eye and everything. As it is time for Legion of Heidenscheid 2005 versus Rudy Silverstein and JP Arson. Another two names on the PWI list of 2005. <laughs> um, you know how it expects. And on, on yes. this ring announcer. Yes. Because we've got Candice Michelle. Michelle, who sounds like she'd be rather anywhere fucking else. When Legion of Heidenscheid got the victory, she went, um, the winners of the match, Animal and Heidenreich, the Legion of Doom. <laughs> she really didn't want to be there. I want to be... She didn't even announce them to. I want to be on the internet with my boobs out. That's my happy place. <laughs> That's all we want for you as well. Very true. Uh, we go backstage uh, for an Aki interview and JBL. Uh, we show uh, a clip of JBL's attack on Batista. JBL says he needs a match tonight. He wants to demonstrate against someone who's going to kick fuck out of. No DQ, no messing about. JBL's back. My opponent's going to be you, you little Japanese fucker. But what's that proof? That he can beat up little men because he's a bully. Yeah. And he can bully little men. He don't, he don't show him as a credible contender for Batista. No, absolutely not. He um, don't show him as a credible main inventor. No, absolutely not. Um, Batista, he helps, comes out, helps Funaki. Um, we get no contest because he uh, chair shot of his own as a receipt from JBL to Batista last week. But again, this is one where... I feel like this match was locked on to happen on week one of this four-week block. Yeah. All we're doing now is just kind of pushing it on, pushing it on. Where get on with the match straight. Just get on with it. Get it over fucking with. <laughs> Open the show. Yeah. Even though it's not going to. Uh, up next, it is Rey Mysterio versus Simon fucking Dean. Um, okay. Yeah, Ray gets the wind dropping the down. You see duh. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, it was it was just a little match to keep Ray fresh for Sunday, I imagine, more than anything. Get he, Simon on TV. Yeah, get Simon on TV. We had 10 minutes to fill. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then it's time for peep show time, as Christian is, is by himself. Um, he's happy to be here, and a big-time guest for this week is himself. But... Here come the Mexicans. Oh, no, sorry. They're not Mexicans. They're, They're Mexicans. We look like staff again. Um, and Christian's like, you better be bringing me some burrito, Speedy Gonzalez. 
But no, oh, fucking super crazy. The club yeah. stabs the chair. I know he turns on the inflatable chair. Christian's not happy, and he, he tries his hardest, doesn't he? But he goes down fighting. He does. It was like a little bit of a face turn. This for Christian, a little bit of a face he's turn. Like, he's um, turning face, or like they're, they're fighting him out. Yeah, um, but yeah, he doesn't have the legs for it. Mexicals beat him up, um, and then yes, yeah, so don't worry about it. We're not Mexicans. We're Mexicals. Now, if you need any jobs to win. <laughs> Lads, Sonny, can you read your logos, man? <laughs> uh, we see Rey Mysterio, and he doesn't like the fact that Dominic is in a foster care home, and it's all because of Eddie. Violence is promised, and Ray is bringing his son home so his son can be with his real father, and that is moi. Bloodshed, and it's not going to be mine. Uh, main event time. 25 minutes to go on the show. And I was like, oof, they're giving these two a bit of a time. Well, it's rematch, rematch from, from last year's SummerSlam. Summer Randy Orton versus Benoit. And they were all two weeks after SummerSlam. It was, uh, like I said, it was a great match. They gave it a lot of time. Um, obviously, you knew you were going to get some shenanigans. Uh, the juice, uh, of course, because like, as you called a bit we of got- Three times as much interaction this month That's than it. last month. Uh, that allows Orton to hit the RKO for the pin. But after the match, the lights go out. Undertaker is in the ring. Choke slam. Undertaker leaves. Orton smiling. Um, leaves Undertaker all confused to end the show. He's like, I'm supposed to be scaring you. So it was not a choke slam, a choke slam attempt. Orton wriggled out of. But like Orton's laughing. Why is he smirking? And Undertaker's he's like, hitting the choke slam. Orton like, didn't stay down. But he still rolled up for more of the start of laughing, which left Taker confused. Very like, why confused. the fuck are you laughing? Very confused. You psycho cunt. Yeah. But he has got that fucking mental problem, hasn't he? C- yeah. CTE and but, all you know, <laughs> Taker, he had to turn up because, you know, you can't have... It's not 2015. It's not 2015. He's got to help build the show. Of course. He's going to help me there to build the pay-per-view match. He can't just appear at the pay-per-view. At the pay-per-view, that's it. He could have. They could have easily done that by just having music and smoke and lights every week. Yeah. Do you know well, what I mean? Or saying, I'm not scared of you, you prick. I'm scared of you, you dickhead. And that music goes off and he's like, I'm scared of you, you prick. <laughs> but speaking of SummerSlam then, Michael, would you like to hear the card then for our upcoming Summer Fest 2005? Is there anything on there that's not been covered other than the US title match no um, Icon versus Icon HBK versus HH uh, WWE Championship John Cena versus Chris Jericho especially against referee Carly sir no believe it should have done that World Heavyweight Championship Batista versus JBL no, Matt Hardy not. versus Edge Randy Orton versus The Undertaker Eugene versus Kurt Angle ladder match the winner receives the custody of Dominic <laughs> Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio and for the US strap the Juice versus Benoit, so no tag strap from both belts, no IC title match, and it's summer. No tag straps, that's surprising. From both I belts. expected the tag straps from neither. Well, that is only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches. I feel like Sunday Night Heat or something's gonna add eight other, but it's been Michael that long, phrases, that long since I've watched them at SummerSlam 05 that I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you. Some matches are going to go far too long. Mm. Oh, yes. Hogan, Hogan, fucking... Uh, Michael's will go on forever. Because Michael's fucking bumps forever, <laughs> doesn't he? Um, but, sorry, I forgot to ask. Who's your fucking MVP from Smackers? Oh. Eddie. 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 Has because... To be. Has to be. Yeah. 
has to be. He's he's been the best throughout. Really? Yeah. yeah, he's the hero in the story. But Eddie's the perfect villain for him. Yeah. This. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like, he's, he's delivering. I'm having your son. Yeah. I don't want him. But yeah, I'm having him. I'm having him, and there's nothing you can do about it. Because I own him legally. <laughs> on that note, Michael, let everyone know if they don't already where they can find us on all forms of social media. We are all on all forms of social media. We're on Tinder. Tinder? <laughs> X! <laughs> X! We're on the X. We're on X, X yeah. videos. Even though Elon Musk is the URL still twitter.com. Yeah. <laughs> We're on X, TikTok, Insta, Facebook, YouTube. All of them. All of them. Even ones that we probably don't even know about. We're all there on them. Probably all the Chinese ones as well. <laughs> At our podcast. And if you do like what you're hearing, you want to support the show, you can get access to a shit ton of additional content over on patreon.com forward slash RA era podcast. On that note, thank you once again for taking your time out to listen to us ramble on about a ruthless era that had a lot of weird stuff, especially this one. A lot it, of weird shit. We're sorry, it was, it was such a shit build. <laughs> it's not our fault. <laughs> oh, no, I disagree. I'm not apologising. I hope you enjoyed it too. On that note, I've been Dave. That's been Big Sexy. Until Summerfest. Peace out, people. Ruthless aggression. Here and bide my time. As long as it takes to get what's mine.